What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Coke, 100%. What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Pepsi. Pepsi, cool. What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Neither? How about you? Coke. Coke, cool. <laughs> what do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi? Cool. <laughs> what do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? I like Coke better, but the Pepsi No Sugar has taken me over to that side. What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Coke, 100%. What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Pepsi. Pepsi, cool. What do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Neither? How about you? Coke. Coke, cool. <laughs> what do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi? Cool. <laughs> what do you like better, Coke or Pepsi? I like Coke better, but the Pepsi No Sugar has taken me over to that side. Welcome back, GOAT fans. We are fucking pumped up for this one. I'm the big man. We are back in the garage. I am joined by Nucci and Tourzy's back with us. And ladies and gentlemen, special guest today. This man has played at all levels of hockey. One of the absolute local goats on and off the ice. Drafted fourth overall. Fourth round, 110th overall in the 2004 draft to the LA Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so pumped to have this guy on the podcast. Ned Lukasevic, a.k.a. Teddy Luka. Local legend. Teddy, man, I got to ask you this first. Who gave you that nickname? Teddy Luka. (laughs) A, a, A buddy of mine when I was... When I was uh, 12 years old, um, we used to call me Neddy, and then the, the Teddy kind of kept – it kind of evolved. And then um, a buddy I played with in pro, he saw me actually – he actually saw this this lady friend of mine call me it, and he's like, when did you get that nickname? And then I uh, told him the story, and then he kind of started living by it, breathing by it all the time. Oh. Teddy, I like it. I fucking love it. Teddy. It's like a teddy bear. Tourzy, man. What's up, buddy? I love the uh, Alonzo, uh, Alonzo morning. Alfonso. Alonzo morning. Alonzo, Alonzo morning. morning. <laughs> Bought this fucking Canada 19 Davies replica. Yeah. By yeah. the way, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, oh man. I got to say, we were itching to have you on, brother. And and I'm itching to be here, too. I'm going to scratch that itch any way I can, which way or another. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be ready to laugh, boys. We we have a big debate that's going to be coming up, but we, we do want to talk a little bit about the pro career, Teddy. Um, obviously, beautiful career you had. Was it? Uh, it was, man. You know, it must have been a great uh, time of your life with the LA Kings. Uh, like, man, it must have been the time of your life. I think when you when you stop playing, and probably Nooch can reflect on this too, you, you look back and... Uh, I actually have probably more of, I wouldn't say regrets, but more things I wish I did a little differently than than how I did it. I have a lot of memories, but the biggest thing I always look back on and try and teach the kids that I teach now is that there are certain lessons that I learned later in my career that I wish I learned a little bit sooner because I think my trajectory in my career would have been a lot different. What What are you doing right now, just so everybody knows? Um... I'm working with kids. I'm, I'm coaching. I'm still involved in hockey. I got three kids now, uh, but I'm still involved in hockey on the hockey side. I'm coaching at the academy. At what, doing, what academy is that? Bonnerwood Club Academy. Okay. The heavyweight, one of the GOAT minor hockey associations of of, of BC. Hey, Nucci. Well, yeah, a couple alumni on this episode alone. Yeah. You know, I played one year. Did uh, you? One year. 
under the great John Calvano. He's another goat. He's another goat here. Big um, time. And, and people won't even know. People don't know the name John Calvano. Oh, they do. And, and, they and, do now. They, they do. do now, they but do. you hear the name Bedard, Barzell, Ryan Nugent Hopkins started with Nugent Hopkins, but he started with us as at the rink, man. And and he was, the, his first coaching gig was our assistant coach when, when I played with him. And, and, and look at him now, man. He, he's produced, a, he's a fucking factory, that guy. And he, I, I, I respect him. I respect what he does. And he's a great hockey player. I heard he knowledge. wants to... Be a podster soon on the Goat Radio. Fuck, bring him on. Yeah, man. be great to have him on. He's seen a lot of uh, great players come through the mm-hmm. the Vipers spring hockey program. Uh, he's coached minor hockey, junior hockey. Uh, he's does scouting stuff, and um, he'd have I'm sure great stories of the the brick tournament in in Edmonton there, and and even just some of the players that he's uh, coached uh, along the way. Do you know off the top of your head how many times he's won that tournament? Uh, no, I don't actually. Yeah. I know it's a pretty hard tournament to win. Yeah, but um, I mean, the hockey world knows what the brick tournament is. So just yeah. to be there every year, just being and, on and that win, team, yeah, exactly, that right? So, yeah, but I want to jump deal. into. I think it's also. I'm, I know we're kind of jumping off here, but I think it's also crazy that we put so much into ten-year-old hockey. Hundred percent. You know, it, it means uh, nothing. Did you? You didn't play in the brick. You, know, you didn't play the brick. Like, it, I, I mean, you didn't play it, in the brick. It's a cool. It's a feather in your cap. But I think we get caught up. Parents, players, we get so caught up in. Uh, my son is good at 10, 11. Or yeah, does, you know sure. what I mean? Like, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disappointing uh, what the game's become. There's only in, room in a way. for about 15 kids on that yeah. team every year. Yeah. I think it's more of a thing that, like, people look back and be like, each year, how many guys, you know, two or three guys made it to the yeah. NHL off of each 20, team and stuff like that. 10, 15 teams. Oh, I played, at West Ed, I played at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I'm what I'm sure it is, there's, right? there's more players that make. The NHL that didn't play in that tournament, obviously, 100%. right? You know, but it's just, uh, like you said, a feather and a cap and a pretty prestigious tournament to play in at that time of your mm-hmm, for sure. young career. So, Teddy. Yes, We're going to break you in right away here. Nervous. Uh, we got a question from Yoki Matic. Wow. Nervous. His stick's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yep, it is. It actually is. He says to you, why is it in there? Uh, he's maybe for our listeners, first ever, first ever Everett Silver Tip School. Yeah, yeah. I know what he's going to ask me when I was hitchhiking, probably or something, right? Okay, yeah. let me let, yeah. <laughs> let me see, <laughs> let me see here. He wants to ask you about the time you guys caught a ride with the hippies down the mountain. That was funny. What's this about, brother? Speaking of crazy hockey parents, so me and we were we were in Kelowna for a tourney, and um, at this time, my dad probably. Sp- you know, he spoke a handful of English words, a huge accent. And here's, here am I calling the, the crazy hockey community crazy or hockey. But we, uh, our car broke down. Alex, me, my dad, and Yoki were driving down to a game. We were at their cabin in Big White, and the game was in Kelowna. So I don't even know how, I don't know how long that is. What is it, like 20 minutes? I don't even know. I don't remember. But we had to get it right. Our car broke down. Usually, we're like 9 or 10 years old. Usually, you wouldn't send your 9 and 10-year-old with any other stranger, but my dad and Yoki's dad hitchhiked us, got us a ride with this Scooby-Doo van. With these, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. We're nine, we're nine and ten years old. We hopped in this Scooby-Doo van um, with with our dads, obviously, and and uh, our dads like just, our dads were like, just get ready, um, get dressed. We didn't think anything of it, but looking back, it's it's so funny. We just hopped in with these with these crazy. You can't fucking do that now. So nice no, hundred percent. No, oh, holy man. shit. That's um, nuts. Straight, but, straight but, Emmys, eh? But it was so funny. They were so nice. They dropped us off at the game. 
Um, I don't. I actually. I literally remember actually the game like going on the ice. I don't remember the score, but I remember like the ice arena and and being on time and things like that. But it, I always talk about it with my dad to this day. I'm like, I would never hop in a car now with a, you know, with my son or daughter at yeah. with some random weirdo. I don't think anyone Kabbalah. would even pick any of us. Up, no, hundred percent. Let no. alone. Did you yeah. actually like? How did you? Well, I'm, I'm nine years old. I'm not hitchhiking, but my parents were. My my dad was, and his dad was. Like thumbs up. Thumbs up. I don't know if it was a thumb up or it was. It was like a, you waves. know that Serbian wave, the, like the. <laughs> was it three fingers up head or down, was it the three, the three the three fingers or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a story. <laughs> Yoki, I love that. I Yoki. love it, buddy. We're going to have you. Yoki wants to come on uh, next oh, week. Oh, fuck. There's another guy you got to pick his brain. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Teddy, uh, I want to stay on, uh, you know, you had, a, you had a nice little camp with the LA Kings. I'd call it more than a nice camp. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you. Did you any, what's the most, what's the memories you had there? Was this your first, your first camp? My first. After uh, the draft? So when I got drafted, I was, I, I had just turned 18 mm-hmm. and then I had two more years to sign. I mean, I, I, a year and a half before I had to sign if I wanted to go pro or go back to junior. So you go to the summer camp every, my first real camp was when I signed my contract. I went to the summer camp. So every year, um, to kind of like fill you guys in who are listening, if you guys care, every time that if you're, if you're signed or you're a prospect, you go to the summer camp and the summer camp is like all the prospects, whether you're first round or a ninth rounder. And there's some other guys there that they look at that are undrafted. And that's kind of where you, I guess, make a first impression or show your stuff a little bit of, of who you are as a player. And, and, you know, they just draft you. So you take about 10 days, you go there, you in LA, they take you to Disneyland, they go to universal, you do some interviews, you go on ice, you go off ice, but it's a really grueling camp. And my first experience was actually, I thought it was really good, but turns out it wasn't that great. I was, I just signed three year entry level deal and I went to the summer camp. I was feeling really good. So I knew I wasn't going back to junior. Well, so I thought right at this time and I was playing against their first round picks, second round picks, and I was doing really well. And I, I thought I was doing well. It was a lot of scrimmages. And, you know, just give you kind of a story. I'm walking in the hallways. Mark Crawford was the coach at the time. And I bump into him in the hallway, not bump into him, you know, physically, but hey, what's up? And I'm like, I'm kind of hoping he knows who I am. And he's like, how's it going? How'd your camp go? And I said, Ned Lukasevich, nice to meet you. So you don't know, I know who you are. And he's like, how, how do you think your camp went? And I, I thought it was awesome. I was really happy. I had just signed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I thought I did really well. And I remember exactly where we were, um, Health South, El Segundo. Um, right in the hallways near the stick room. And I was like, I thought I did really well, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you did, he's like, you did okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, what do you, how did you think? He's like, I don't really know what you are. We don't really know what you are as a player. I don't really know what I have. And uh, I remember leaving that, I was like super choked. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what kind of player are you? I'm like, well, I'm a playmaker. He's like, you didn't have that many points in junior though. And I was like, I play with a lot of energy. I'm fast. He's like, yeah, but you don't use your speed enough. He's like, you don't hit, you don't PK. He's like, you're kind of one dimensional, but you're not like a game changer. And I was like, like, wow. Just roasted. Yeah. It was like really hurt. And I was like, it was really good to hear. But I was like, I remember I left feeling like, that's the thing. I wasn't like mentally strong. I, I remember leaving and being like, fuck you. Like I'm, instead of being like, okay, I take that in. I was like, screw you. Who's this guy? I'm like, you know what I mean? Who's what this was guy? his goal there? I don't know. I th- but well, like motivate you, you a bit? Well, no, not even. I think I, I just signed and I'll get into it a little bit in, in a little bit here when I get into detail. But yeah. I think that 
I think he, I think it was a great coach because he was trying to find like what he had within his players. Like yeah, you, yeah. You that's what you, those guys do, though, man. They push you. They they find a way to. Uh, like or, they're pricks, but they they they. I mean, they fucking bring I just so, signed. Yeah. He probably wants to know like why do we sign this guy? Why do we bring him in? What is he? You know. Um. So I went home. I actually I, I called my I called my dad, and I was I was pretty upset and pretty like I was frustrated. I think, and I called my agent. I I just didn't know how to handle it. I was mm-hmm. so I was nineteen turning twenty. And I knew I was going back to or going into pro, so I was going to miss my last year of junior. Um, so I go home for the summer. I I trained really hard. I was I was in the weight room every day. I was skating all the time. I would, like I put everything into this. At this time, I was like one of the best players like around for my age. Mm-hmm. Everything like I was really close to that. So I so so I thought. Um, so I trained hard for the summer. I got ready for for camp, and then um, around August. I was supposed to go to rookie camp. I got the call for rookie camp. Um, you want to get into that a little bit, or yeah, yeah, of course. So then I go to rookie camp, and I remember what like I remember what Crawford was saying at the rookie camp. They have all the guys who just signed, or who like they're looking to sign, and then there's like one or two or three guys who have played pro for one or two or three like two years. So it's not like just all young guys. There's a couple older guys and things like that. My first, so I remember I was walking into. It was really surreal. I was walking into Anaheim. We we're having a tournament: Coyotes, Ducks, mm-hmm. us, and Coy- so Coyotes, Ducks, us, and Sharks. Sure. And I remember I, I walked in, and the first first shift I saw Getzlaff, Perry, and Penner, and mm-hmm. Penner fucking hammered this guy right in front of me, and I was like, "Oh my god, these are like real pros, mm-hmm. like real men." Shane O'Brien. Then the next shift killed some guy in a fight, and I was like, "What?" The-? I'm like, "I'm like, I'm not ready for this." You know what I mean? Like my head, I was like holy shit so i was like i kind of like psyched myself out but i remember being like no one i remember thinking to myself no one knows you so you can be whoever you want like you could be this scary guy but you had these game notes back then you could like tell if someone was a bluffer and i'll get into a story about that after when i challenged sean thornton once and he told me to go read the game notes he's like you have no idea who i am like you're a pussy you don't know who i am he's like, go read the game notes but we, <laughs> sean thornton and, oh, so we go on <laughs> so i'm kind of going off was he with the ducks he was with no. This was my. This was my like second game pro. I challenged him on a face off. I'm like, you can't even skate. Here. He's like, go look at the game notes. Like, where he was in the A Ducks, or he, yeah. no, he was in the A for um, who was he playing for in the A? Uh, Portland. He was playing for Portland, okay. but it was in the Ducks. Yeah, it was the Ducks. Yes. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and he was sorry. with the Ducks. Yeah. Sorry, I was getting kind of off there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, this is the first camp. I went to a summer camp. This was the first real training camp. It was rookie camp. On that team at that time, we had Patrick O'Sullivan, Andre Kopitar, um, mm-hmm. a lot of other pros who pl- ended up who? playing for the... Yeah, I know, exactly. Slovenian GOAT. Um, Dustin Brown was at that camp. He played already two years, but you could, like, at that time, you could have guys who played in the NHL. Teddy, who were the three picks ahead of you? Sorry. Well, you were fourth. Who were the three? Who was the first rounder that the year? The first rounder was Laurie Tukinen. He played like four games. <laughs> Who's he yeah. plays in? He Finish he just guy. Yeah, yeah, he finished guy. He just retired. Uh, the third rounder was Paul Byer. Played at Brown University, uh, mm-hmm. Ivy League guy. He played like three years pro and then retired. Then me, mm-hmm. and then um, the f- after me was Yutaka Fukufuji, Japanese goaltender. <laughs> so it was an interesting draft. I was I mean first Serbian born. He was the first Japanese born. Then there was another guy nice. from played against him in Denmark. Born. Um, I score on Fukufuji in Denmark. Oh, really? Yeah, he played on uh, uh, not Herning, Esbjerg, Esbjerg. Um, some pro talk with uh, 
me and Tourzy are just like fuck. He called me. <laughs> so, he called me Turtle of the group. So, <laughs> hey, you're the agent, buddy. You make, you make the most money. Turtle has the nicest car, has the hottest girlfriend in oh, Entourage. Fuck. You haven't watched. <laughs> so you fucking act like that Turtle's a bad guy. He lost weight. You're looking good, brother. <laughs> anyway, um, so the first camp, it was. Uh, I, I remember. I remember going to the camp, and I was like, I have to do something to kind of stand out because I saw these guys yeah. hitting, and I was a really fast player. I was big. I was strong. I I did. I killed the fitness testing. I did really well. Yeah. And but at this time, I knew that Crawford. I wasn't a top prospect. I was a prospect, and I didn't really know where I'd end up. AHL, ECHL. I honestly, I didn't even. I didn't really know anything. I was like. Honestly, I didn't have a goal to make the NHL. I was like, I just want to go and do good. Yeah, yeah. Like going on later, I didn't realize how close I actually was that camp. And I can get into that. But I was just like, I just want to go out and do good. And like, I had a lot of pride. So like, I wanted to think I'm a good player. And I didn't know what that meant. Does that mean I played an exhibition game or go to the AHL? I had no idea. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know, honestly, all the leagues. I was like, there's an AHL mm-hmm. and then there's ECHL, which I thought was like ghetto. It was like and a rough and tough They were league. Manchester, right? Yeah, Back Manchester. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was their AHL team. Yeah. And I remember, like, I was so good. I was like, if I go to the HL, does that mean I suck? Like, I, you don't really know. You're just yeah, signed. Yeah. You got a signing bonus, whatever. So I first shift, we're playing against the Ducks. And I was the third on the third line at that time. And, you know, like, back then, you're, like, really, I don't know, Carlos, you always look at the lines. I'm like, oh, I'm on the third line. Like, I'm with these two guys. They're, they were undrafted. I'm like, they must think I suck. That's how, how it is at camp. There's always, like, four groups. And I'll get into that later. But I was like on the third line with these two undrafted guys. So I'm like, and then the, it was like Kobodar, O'Sullivan, Pushkarev, like all these mm. guys who were like high picks, Tukinen, and then like me with these two. At the time, I thought they were scrubs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trevor Lewis was on the on, on the team, so there was all, and they were above me, right? Mm-hmm. And then so first shift, um, we're playing the Ducks tourney, and I'm playing against Bobby Ryan. He goes up the wall, and I just fucking smoked him. Oh, I wow. smoked him. Someone came to fight me, and I beat him up. I beat him up. I went to the box. I was happy. Yeah. Next shift, the puck came to me. I drove the net. I ended up scoring a goal. I took a huge penalty. And then when I got to the bench, um, Mark Crawford came down. And he's like, that's the kind of player you're going to be. Like, he was like, jump. He was like, in front of the teammates, he was like, that's the player you are. Mm. It, w- it was it was so surreal. He was like, "That's what you got to do every game, like during a game." So like, I went out there, I started hammering guys. Just yeah, yeah. I wasn't really a big hitter, and I because I wasn't really intimidating. I was I'm like a kind I was a kind kid, like yeah, quiet. Yeah. My physical play wasn't a big part of my game. So that camp, I just started running over guys, playing like the right way, as they call it. You know, I was blocking shots. I was playing a third line energy role, which I never played. You're but not you. No, you're not a yeah. no. I'm not an energy guy at all. But I like, can tell why Crawford would. Would have been pretty excited seeing that, seeing well, a guy, buddy, with and that cra- skill set play that oh. at that. With well, the crazy, doing that. The crazy but, part but, was I hammered him, and I was, I actually was like, oh my god, I just hammered Bobby Ryan because he was a huge pick. Yeah, a guy jumped me, and I beat the guy up. Honestly, huge pick. That's you, second overall, bud. Was he second overall? Yeah, I remember the lottery. But you know what the crazy yeah. part was? The guy who jumped me. I got lucky. He kind of slipped and I punched him. He fell. And then I kept punching him. I kept punching him. I kept punching him. And I did the funniest part was I did, I did this celebration. That's Teddy came out. The that's Teddy. So, that's so I'm doing like a, what, you, what is this? Punching bag? I don't yeah, work speed anymore. Bag. Speed bag. Speed bag. Um, Crawford came down the bench and he was like, he was like, that's the kind of player. He was like grabbing my shoulders and all the guys were seeing. I was like so revved up. Yeah. So I, I uh, that was my, that was the rookie camp. And oh. Crawford came down after the game, and I, I had an amazing rookie camp. So, yeah. um, you want me to keep going about you know what happens next? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> so I had a great rookie camp, and 
now at rookie camp, when you're at that level, not everyone makes the main camp. Yeah. And so if you do well enough, they take you to main camp. By the way, cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Yeah, boys. Nucci, Tourzi, Teddy, Luca. Love it. I just want, I want to make sure I'm like not over talking or something. No, Seriously. No, no. This, no, no. We want but to this is good this. because we, like I said, like I, I, I saw you play junior. You fucking practice skate with him. This guy was, and you're younger than us. Yeah. Alexei Kovalev, man. This guy had the style, the profile. He fucking brought it. He had the swagger. Ned Lukasiewicz had the fucking the Porco Quitlam fucking buckaroo. Ask anybody. No, no, Poco Pirate. The Poco fucking Pirate. Not Poco the buckaroo. Pirate. Sorry, he never played there. The Poco fucking Pirate. He had swagger and he brought it on the ice. This guy had swag, tongues out, fucking slick. Yeah. Just and and like you said, fourth round pick, like that's huge, man. That's not a seventh. That's a fucking prospect. High prospect. And he's and let him go. Let him talk because we, we want to hear Absolutely. how camps are. Right? But but the thing is, you don't, even when I was drafted fourth round, I, I wasn't like, oh, I'm a, you're, you don't realize how, you can be an eighth round pick or undrafted now and make it. That's you the, just that's said maybe difference. like 10 minutes, like five, like five you minutes know? ago, you were, you, that shift, what you did, you were playing the right way. You're not yeah. that player. And I, I said, I'm like, you're not that, but that's the fucking way you make, I'm, I'm there. I'll tell you. That's how you make the I league. was on the bench. I was on the bench. We'll go into main camp when you get yeah. into this. Yeah, no, no, I was yeah. on the, this was a, when I realized I was at my closest. I got off the ice one shift. Lubomir Vishnowski oh, looked at me. OG. I swear on my life, no one knows this story except for my dad. He goes, "You're faster than the Russian rocket." Oh, to me, you were. I was, I was twenty I, years old. I swear on my life. I'm not. I'm not lying. He's so like, I can. I, I, I go. What? He goes. You know who Russian rocket is? I said, "Yeah, I know the Russian rocket." I was like, "Yeah, I know him." He's like, "You fat." He remembered. He couldn't speak. She's like, "You faster him." Like what? He's like you faster Russian rocket. Well, like I I'm said, like Pavel Bure. He's like Bure. You faster. I was 20 at the time. I was like I was in shape fast. Yeah, that's how I really made I myself. See, I can I can I can say. And that. the crazy part yeah, is no. That's him. Now people know the story and they're like, oh, you're such a liar. But uh, the thing is, when you're at that level, there's there's a lot of guys. Even like you know, Carla, you know how it is. There's a lot of guys in the minors, like on the Abbey Canucks, who should be in the NHL. And there's a lot of guys on the Canucks. Be that should be an Abbey, and there's probably a couple of guys. There's a. It's just a matter of, like I said, you playing, the, knowing your role, or being right situation, you know, right place, right time. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so I kind of went off there, but I went to main camp. I got invited to main camp. I was happy. Mark Crawford was like, "You're going to main camp." He's like, "Don't get too ahead of yourself. You're going to main camp. That's it." He was like, "You did well," and I, I, I was like disappointed again because I'm like, "What yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Like, you're not even like pumping." I'm like, "Whatever." And then the first main camp, um, I went against um, Dustin Brown in a battle drill. And I don't know why the hell it slipped out of my mouth. I'm like, who the hell are you? We we're battling and he was chirping me. And I, I'm like, who the hell are you? And he's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know. And I remember he, he had played the rookie camp a little bit with us, but I didn't fully... Back then, you don't know who's who. I'm like, this guy, oh, this guy's on the team? Because you didn't have like... You didn't really, it wasn't like back right now where you have Instagram or like you could Google anything. It was like, oh, this guy's drafted. He played a couple games. You don't think anything of it, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, he rocked me. He dominated me in this this drill. Um, so after the first main camp practice, Crawford came up to me again. And he's like, you look terrible. Bad on pucks. You're not listening. Like I did a drill and he explained the drill like five times. And he's like, you get the drill. And I remember being like, yes. He he blew it down. I went again, did it wrong. He's like, go again, did it wrong. 
So I, I was so scared, so nervous. He did it like five times in front of everyone. Yeah. Did the point Sean Avery took his stick on the glass and smashed his stick. And was like, get this peewee player out of here. Wow. Uh, I, Man, I that, was, that's gotta be, you must have came to the rink like kind of like wanting to puke. Uh, uh, puke or shit your pants, oh, pitch pants, you don't know. Anxiety, man. You know, oh. <laughs> how, how do you, oh man, I wonder if it's still like that. Like that's uh, tough. But, but the thing was like, he was a good person off the ice. He was really, yeah. like he would treat you like a person. Like he, and he did nothing wrong. I didn't do the, I didn't know the drill for like, he explained it slowly yeah. five times at the board, but I was so nervous. I didn't, I should have just said, Hey, I don't understand. Go to the back. But I was, he's like, do you understand it? I said, yep. He's like, no, you're going to go first. It still step. happens, man. He's oh, fucking step. coaching, man. Like, yeah. I mean, it still happens. It's not like he was motherfucking me. He was being yeah, yeah. a coach. No, man. He's te- like you said, he tests you. <clears throat> so, um, main camp, go, main camp goes on. And then there's two rooms at main camp. There's the King's room. And if you're in the King's room, you're doing good. Yeah. If you're in the second room, so there's like 20 guys in the King's room. That's all the guys. There's like 25 guys in the King's room. Those 25 guys, they're like, they have a chance to make the team. Okay. Then the other 20, they're probably going to Manchester. But there's a, probably one or two of them that can, you know, get called up or they're going to move on to an exhibition. But during camp, that locker always switches. So one day you'll be in the secondary room. And if you have a good day, you're in that first room. So you try and like, you want to have a great practice because you know that on the next day you might be in the big room. So to start the camp, I was in the, like the AHL room, but I looked around, I was like, okay, there was a lot of good players there. Like Peter Harold, Noah Clark, guys who had like some NHL taste, mm-hmm. but they weren't full-time NHRs. Then there was a third room. That was like junior guys and, and guys who were like signed, but ECHL guys. And I wasn't in that room. I was in the second room. So I was like, okay, I'm like doing good enough. I was like, fuck, I want to go in the, I want to be in the Kings room. My goal at this point now, after two days, I was like, maybe I can play an exhibition game in the NHL. I was like, maybe I can play an exhibition game. So at main camp, you play scrimmages, you have like drills, you have off-ice testing. And then on the third day, um, Mike Johnson came up to me, who was the assistant coach. He coached in Portland now. He was the Kings coach. He's like, he's like, you worked out hard this summer, didn't you? And I was like, I didn't really think much about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess I did. He's like, you killed, he's like, you're top two in every fitness test. I didn't even know that. VO2, Wingate, squats, push-ups, sit-ups, everything that we did, beep test. But you're 20, like you, you have a nice body no matter what, like you feel good. But I didn't realize how important back then they put that emphasis on fitness testing. And if you do good on the fitness testing at that level, you kind of like already like, okay, he took care of his body. You know how it is, Fanucci. They're like, yeah. you took care of your body. We'll give you like, a little bit of a chance to show what you can do now because you care about your you know what i mean like yeah it's just it's a leg up on other people and it also gives guys that maybe don't have won't have much of a don't have that good of a chance it gives them an extra look or just puts if there's if guys are equal on a lot of stuff and that's this guy did better than the other guy and a lot better then that's a difference difference breaker right there for for people okay about the rooms you said there's an ahl room ECHL room okay how are you switching are you scrapping in practice this this is the thing so what are you you doing yeah exactly are you scoring off the bar like what makes a fucking so when he came up to me and he and he said that i was like i felt like an extra a bit of energy i guess this was actually sorry this was actually during practice he came around me during the ice el segundo health center um now called the toyota health center by the way hashtag uh, blessed but he came up to me and he's like, yeah, you did so well in fitness testing. Mm-hmm. You took care of your body, blah, blah, blah. So I was amped up. I had a sick practice that day. Um, I felt really good. I was I was buzzing around. Like I had the puck and like it seemed like every time the puck came to me, it was like the drills were so convenient for me. One-on-one, mm-hmm. two-on-one, two-on-two. I, like it was everything. Like I'm like a big believer in like you get a little bit of luck and a little bit of fate. Like, you know, not to yeah. be too spiritual, but like I was like like 
you know, God blessed me with that talent. And I was like, the puck was finding me. Like yeah. every everywhere I went, I could do a sick move. It was the, the passes. Everything was just to perfection, right? Like I had a little bit of a luck, a little bit of that. I was called like, you know, you know, puck luck. And then <clears throat> the hockey gods. Yeah. Hockey gods. Like, you know, I was, I, I was working so hard, but like, you know how it is when the puck finds, like there was drills at the rookie camp in the summer, the puck didn't even come near me. You know, like I didn't get the puck. You're just skating endlessly like an idiot. This camp, the puck was finding me. I was able to feel the puck and I could make plays. And I remember that I remember like, I'm really observant. And I remember the Kings players were watching a practice Rob Blake, Vishnovsky, um, Matthias Nystrom, he was the captain at the time, um, and and Jeremy Rock, they were watching the practice. And I remember them like looking and like I could see them like talking about like they were like pointing at me. So I was getting like even more of a high. So I was like kind of dominating that practice. I felt really good where I was at. So that when I went to the hotel that day, I was like really hopeful, like maybe I'll be in the, the King's room. So the next day I woke up, went to, I like, I went super early, like even before I went there, like there was only security guards there. Cause I wanted to go early. They'd be like, I'm in the King's room. I wanted to see it. And I went in there like, and the lights were off when you walked in, the lights came on. I was like looking around like every stall. I'm like, who? And I looked at the stalls that I thought of the guys I'd replace, like AHL guys that were bubble guys. And I'd look the second, the third day I was like, fuck, I'm not in here again. I looked all around. It was kind of funny. I do it really slow. I'd look at like one stall. Okay. This guy would be like, nope, next stall. Nope. Next stall. Nope. Fuck. I'm not in there again. And then that fourth day, we had a scrimmage, and I played on a line with Kopitar and Brown, and we had we won five two, and I had four goals and one assist. Oh. So <laughs> I did like unreal, but the goals were like nice, like short side, mm-hmm. like I was battling, I was playing well. Um, it was crazy because all my our team was so stacked. We had like Rob Blake was Rob Blake actually yelled at me, not yelled at me. He was like, "Go in front of the net when I shoot the puck. I'm not gonna hit you. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you." So I'm like, and he probably wasn't gonna. There's no chance he hit me, but I'm like, I'm, I was like, okay, like, Blake, I, was, I was so scared because, like, you know, when you're you're 20, you look up to those guys, like, you're like, they're legends. Yeah. On that year, that team was Ronick, Craig Conroy, <laughs> Rob Blake, um, George Peros, <laughs> Rytus Evenons, Kopitar, Kopitar ended up making it. Um, who else on that team that year? Who's the goalie? Camilleri? Sean Thornton, Camilleri, Avery, Frolov. Roll off the beast. Chickmanic um, was a goalie or what? The goalies were Roman Cloutier. Ch- oh. Cloutier and Jason LaBarbera. Oh. oh. Hey, w- w- you know what? Vancouver Canucks fans, w- is he actually tough? Cloutier's fucking killer. He is, right? Remember, he, he used to shit kick guys. Killer, killer. And he works his ass off like in the weight room and practice. Oh, and I, people rip on that guy. I, Fuck, he was good. I, I didn't know if that I was like a myth. Cloutier. I didn't know if that was a myth or He's, what. He, he was really guys. nice. Like, I like I'll never forget. He was like, he was like, he came up to me on the ice, like, you're having an awesome camp. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I remember telling my dad, like, how does he even know who I am? Because this is like a Canucks legend who I was watching mm-hmm. years before. Yeah, yeah. But for him to come up to me and say, you're doing really well, it was like so surreal. Um, <clears throat> the fifth day, I ended up making it to the to the room. It's funny I call you Turtle. There's some backstory to this, actually. <laughs> <I'm not> Entourage <laughs> has a big part of my life from this this camp. So the fifth day, I made it to the main room. I was playing well. And if you're in the main room, it means you're probably getting an exhibition game. Like yeah, an exhibition game in LA at the time, it didn't mean that you were going to make the team. It mean that they were rewarding you with, okay, you had a great camp. Let's see what you can do in the exhibition game now. Exhibition wasn't as big as it was now though. Like it's now it's televised. It's like full on. You like go to the game. There's, there's a lot of people. I mean, it wasn't what it was back then, what it is now, you know? So 
I went back. They're like, Mark Crawford was like, I'm going to post a lineup for tonight um, against San Jose. We're, we're playing at Staples. It was against San Jose. It was the first exhibition game actually of the camp. And I was like, I had no intention of playing. Like, I was like, there's no way I'm playing because it's going to be the guy. He was like, we're looking at guys and the guys who have had a good camp and the guys who have deserved it, they're going to play. And I was like, I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, now I'd be like so pumped up. I was so naive. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I, I always thought everyone was better than me or I'm not, I don't, I'm not deserving of it. So I went back to the hotel and I was rooming with this guy named Ryan Murphy, New York guy, loved Entourage. He was the one who got me hooked on Entourage. So he's like, he got the room and he's like, I think you're playing tonight. I saw the roster and I'm like, there's no way. It was like, it was like 12 o'clock. I'm like, I didn't hear anything. And back then when he went down to the lobby, there was like the roster. I'm like, there was no roster out yet with my name on it. He's like, no, no, I think you're playing. And I was like, I remember my heart was like racing. So I don't know back in the day how I got a hold of my dad. Was it, I don't even know if there was texting yet. I don't, I don't want to even, it was, yeah, I know we had was. MySpace. There was MySpace. Cause I had a, I had a, top I had a eight. cell phone at like 17. Okay. There was, so I called my dad. I remember I called him. It wasn't, I, and I, I was Probably like, like 800 bucks for that phone call. hundred percent. And I was like, I think I'm, <laughs> I was, it's actually crazier. So I, th I think I'm playing. Don't get your hopes up. My dad's like, what? Like, it was, it was so nuts. My family's like, you're playing against the Sharks. I'm like, I think so. I don't know. And then Ryan's like, do you want to watch the show? Called? He's like, you need to calm down. I was like so scared. <laughs> I actually started crying because I'm like, I just want to play so bad. He's, and my buddy, Ryan, he's like, I want to play too. Like, he's like, why are you crying? He's like, I want to <laughs> fucking play the game too. Like, and so he's like, do you want to watch Entourage? It's a sick show. I'm like, what's it about? He came in the backstory. He started talking about, you know, all these guys, Turtle, Vinny. And he was, a, he was like the typical New Yorker. Like, he was really cool, college kid that went to BU, played hard. And, I, like, I looked up to him because he was a little bit older. And I liked his, like, energy, like a Boston guy. Um, or, sorry, New York guy playing in Boston. Like, just the, the way he, like, kind of – this his accent and everything. I looked up to him. And then <clears> – <throat> So I went down to the lobby and because at two o'clock they, they sent out this like, I don't, they sent out this like uh fax where everyone was playing. And I went down there and I remember like I took another piece of paper. I just went to the lobby. And I'm like, can I have the paper for the roster for the Kings? I went to Kings. She's like, what's your name? I'm like, Ned. And I'm like, just, I'm like, please don't look. And then I took like one paper, like I had a paper and then I put the paper on top of that other paper and I slid one name at a time. So I, but it wasn't a numerical order. So I'm like, okay, first name, so Sullivan. Next name, Craig Conroy. Next name, Ronick. And I was like, and then it got to like, I was like, fuck, I'm at 12 guys now. Like, I guess I'm not playing. 13, 14, 15. I was the last, I was the last number. When I saw my name, I was like, oh my God, I'm playing. I wrapped her room. I'm actually getting goosebumps. I called my dad. I'm like, I'm playing against the Sharks tonight. He's like, what? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. So like, I remember staying up that whole day. We played at Staples Center that night. Um, and... It, it was really surreal because this was my first... I know I'm yapping here. Hope I'm not... No, no. It's, oh, you oh. know what? It's actually a wicked behind-the-scenes look of the of the journey of uh, camp. It's fucking unreal. Okay, I appreciate keep that. Keep it going. Oh, I appreciate keep that. Going, I think but I got, a turtle, I, I got a turtle reference, though. They fucking... You called Tell me Turtle. Me. You've been, you played Staples, right? You've yeah. been in the chairman's room? No, I wasn't that good. I've been there, buddy. How much you pay? I shook fucking Alex Rodriguez's hand. In that fucking Who? room. Alex Rodriguez. Evan you said Pagan. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> We've been drinking. His evil twin. Okay, yeah, no, no. Hey, and if you want the fact check on that chairman's room, talk I about Turtle. You. Hey, I entourage was Luch, when Luch was there for that one year, Winter Stag. And that you said Entourage, Lamar Odom, that scene in that room, that chairman's room. That's really? the room where Lamar Odom, when they went there. I know the exact And that scene. fucking room is nuts. Saw Will Ferrell coming out of that room. And we fucking eye contact said it. 
what's up and, and just straight Will Ferrell. We Speaking of Will Ferrell, he's not annoying or just me. Yeah. He is he's getting more annoying by the but fucking hey, movie. I'm serious. Like, hey, mom, the meatloaf, like, chairman's room. Alex Rodriguez no, sorry. shook his hand. He was willing to. I think he was with Jayla. Make sure too, though. you know but where you're at. Right I know where I'm at. You know okay. what I'm talking about, though. The chairman's room, right? You know the more. chairman's room. Okay. You, you know the uh, chairman's room, right? Let me fill up Teddy Luca right now, and then uh... Teddy's fueling on fire. Well, it's, a, it's about being humble, too. Don't be like, I'm talking, I'm did this. No, no, about, no, no buddy. Alex Rodriguez. I thought you, I looked back at you because you no, that's the Rodriguez. Where's the Rodriguez jerseys okay. right there? I thought you were wearing it. But the chairman's room, that's a fucking nutty room. Okay. <laughs> it is. Jersey bad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Staples, buddy. It's, it's, I know, it's I know. fucking no, nutty. It, it no, you crazy. said turtles. I thought, no, you're, crazy. I thought you're going somewhere with that room. Crypto Bank Arena or something. That's what it's called now? It was. It, the thing was, I, when I was going into Staples at that time, I, I remember like I walked around the rink. What, what I was stupid about was... I didn't realize how close I really was to making that team. Seems like you were pretty fucking close. Man. Well, I'll tell you the story. Um, but I walked around. I, I walked around the rink. I was taking it. All, I was taking it all in, and I had this fucking insane blister on my foot. Like, sounds like such a excuse me, such like such a fucking bitch. Like it was like so bad that like my half my foot was cut from like my skate. I was wearing Eastern skates. It hurt to put my skate in, so I couldn't like. I was like, whatever. I had a great camp, and it just started getting worse and worse. You know, like those, you know, like the water blisters. But it was so big, I kept peeling it, and it got worse and worse and worse. I couldn't even put my skate. I couldn't even put my foot in my skate, and so I was like, whatever. You made an exhibition game. Who cares? Like, whatever happens, happens. I was like, I was being more of like a participant than a player. Like, I'd go in the, like the lounge. I was sitting in there. Like, I was sitting with my feet up. Like, I was having snacks, donuts, watching TV. I had the channel, like the remote, in my hand. I remember watching pay-per-view. I was like an hour before the game, just like being like, and thinking to myself, what am I doing? But the game came, Crawford came in the room and he said the starting lineup, starting lineup, I'll never forget it. This is how you know I'm not fucking lying. Joey Mormina played a few years. John Zyler, Jeremy Roenick, Craig Conroy and me. So I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to start. First shift. There's not a lot of people that know this story and, and I hate, I hate like, People that talk about themselves, like, I did this. I'm not like that at all. But the first shift that I played at Staples, I lined up against Joe Thornton, Jonathan Chichu, and what was that guy's name? Marcel Gotch. Do you know who that is? German. Yeah. 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 The (laughs) T-Blades. Yes. So, yeah. So, um, took the draw against Thornton, and and I was like, I remember being like, hey, he's like, hey, good luck, man. First, First opportunity, first game. And I was like, yeah. He's like, have a great game. I won the face off, and he was like, he didn't even try, like barely put his stick down. He didn't even like do anything. He was like so lazy. Like I was flying around. And then um, my sixth or seventh shift, we had a power play. And um, Crawford put me on and then called me off. And then he's like, you're going to go on the next power play. I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. He's like, go in front of the net. Rob Blake was playing. He's like, Rob will shoot it. He's like, if you go in front of the net, he's like, Ned, you're going to get a tip. You're going to get an assist. You're going to get a goal. And so like the seventh or eighth shift, we had a power play. I went from the net. I had a rebound. I scored the goal. I went crazy. I was like super excited. It was an exhibition game. It was like, I was probably, I probably looked like an idiot because I was like celebrating so hard. Um, and then the goal got waved off. It was against Evgeny Nabokov. I like pushed his pad in. Like I kind of like cross-checked him a little bit, but it was, uh, it was the first moment when I got off that, 
that shift at that time, I, I, I will never forget. I just told myself, I was like, you made it. I remember I told myself, like, you made it no matter what anyone says, you made it. That was like, I, I told myself that. I'm like, Ned, you made it. And I, it was weird because <clears throat> hindsight, I didn't really make it. It was an exhibition game. But for mm-hmm. me, I was like, I had so much like, you know, when you're when you're growing up, people say you're not good. And yeah. see the podcast, people say, this podcast sucks. Oh, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? I can't hear you, this and that. But you're trying to do something special. Like I was making, I was trying to do what I could with my, you know, with my career and things like that. And <clears throat> I think there's always going to be people that are jealous, who are hateful, who are spiteful. And I think those, you know, that's a sad way to live. But um, so for me, I, I told myself I had made it. And then <clears throat> I did decently in the game. I played okay. And it was crazy because I was just happy to be out there. Like I was just, I was really content just to be on the ice. And I knew that. And then after the game, I was getting unchanged. Um Dave Taylor came down, you know, fast forward, Dave Taylor came down, he's the gym at the time, he had signed me. He's like, um, you're going to fly to San Jose tonight, you're going to play against the Sharks again tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, how am I getting there? He's like, I just told you, you're flying. And I'm like, oh, I'm like in the airplane? He's like, yeah, Ned. I'm like, with the team? He's like, that's how we get around here. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, you have like 20 minutes, have pizza, put on your suit. And, and he's like, go to the parking lot, the bus will be there for the guys that are going. But the guys that were had played to on this game already only like three or four of them were going on. So the, the rest of the Kings ended up showing up on the, on the, on the bus on the other, on the, on that bus was Vishnovsky, Avery. Um, who else was there? A lot of the big Kings were on this trip. Cause it was like, at that time you only played three or four games. They were mm-hmm. probably going to get a lot of those guys ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hopped on the bus. I was super nervous. And I remember like we drove to the airport, we got on the plane I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I went to the very back of the plane, like an idiot, like I was a veteran. I went to the very back. And my, my, my buddy, Barry Brusco, he's like, he like walks back. He's like, you jackass, what the hell are you doing? I was at the back of the plane with like, you know, like there's like the captain chair. Like it was like a chair here, a chair there. And you can put your feet up. I like put my feet up. He's like, get out of that chair right now. So I ended up going sitting near like the kind of the coaches and trainers. <clears throat> I didn't realize it though, you know, and, uh, the next day, we landed in San Jose. We landed, we landed in San Jose, went to the hotel. We had a little skate. Um, played again in San Jose. I ended up doing really well. I scored two goals again. We won 3 2. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. In XC, too. Like, like, ex, like, so, joke. um, <laughs> the exhibition season, I scored six goals in oh like four games. God. So, what the hell did you have to do, man? Well, the thing was, so I went to, so this is the end of the camp now. Yeah. At this time, I'm st- I'm still not even like I don't even know what my like I don't even know. I'd, at this time, I didn't even I literally didn't think I was trying out for the Kings. I didn't have it in my head. Okay, you can make the team because every game I got some goals, but I didn't play like that great. I like the pucks were literally like would, would find my stick, and like now you probably would be kept around. But back then they have so like right now it's a young man's game. Mm-hmm. You know they they want the young kids with energy. Back then, it was all old it was veterans it's grizzled vets yeah, yeah. It, exactly grizzled vets you nailed it and yeah. they had one or two spots for a couple young guys so on the plane ride the last plane ride i don't know why so stupid we flew to philadelphia la to philly they would never send and we played the wachovia center and it was but it was the only guys left on the team were me and matt molson the one guy had to get sent down and in my head i was so like mentally weak i'm like molson's better than me yeah. He's older. He's going to make it instead of being like, I'm better than him, which most guys would do now. They had that like killer instinct. I didn't have it at all. 
I ended up playing really bad. I played terrible. Like that game, I was like, I was getting actually killed. I got smoked all over the ice. Like I remember like three times I got fucking smoked. Who was the, that mean defenseman number 44 in the Flyers back in the day? He like, he smoked me three times and he was like, he's like, you don't belong here. He was a Finnish guy. Timonen? Yes. Timonen. Oh, Timo. Timo. Yes. He smoked me like three. He the Blackhawks. He smoked me. Cup. Like, he was no. smoking me all over the ice. He was no, cross-checking no, no. me, beating me all over the ice. And I remember being like, I'm so it weak. Was yes. Oh, he was killing me all over the ice. No, like, I was so weak. Timonen ended up at the end. He got traded to Chicago. Yeah. yeah he won a cup. cup. Yeah. He won to a cup. Win cup. He, was, he barely played. He was injured. <clears throat> their first cup. No, Chicago second, and they they brought him on, and he he was injured, and he just played like a lot, like in the in the, okay. in the cup final, yeah, right, yeah. Nice. But he you're right, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. He was killing lefty, me. Lefty, he was right? killing me. Yeah, lefty. white tape. Yeah, white tape. Killed yeah. me all over the ice. He was like he was smashing me everywhere. Every time I had the puck, it was like he would smoke me. Like I don't know why we hate. He must like not like my witch nose or something, but he was all <laughs> over me. Like he hated me. No, seriously. Like every time, this is like Easton skates. Oh, 100 percent. Um, we flew back and then. Um, we ended up having the meetings a few days. I feel like I'm just fucking yapping in people's ears right now. I don't know, like fucking Los, you want to jump in here or you want me to? Well, fuck? no, no. Let's let's you're finish up done. the. You're almost you're done almost with done the next season. You're, you're here. almost done the next season, and then we'll no, no, okay, okay, okay. we'll get into the. Uh, <coughs> so we'll save the rest of the career for uh for an interview one on one. Yeah, we gotta do. A Zoom we got back. We flew back, and I remember I was. I couldn't sleep because on the plane ride back, I mean, we flew from the East Coast to the West Coast, so it was five hours. By the way, the planes were insane. Like, stewardesses, so pretty. And you could get anything you wanted. So pretty. <laughs> I remember I was being so stupid, too. I was, like, walking around the aisles when the lights were off, and guys were like, why are you walking around? <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember Rytus Evenons. Look him up. Do you know yeah. Rytus Evenons? Yeah, like, why you is that Luch's, like, yeah. first tilt? In the oh, hey, look up. Right, look at him up. He's Rytus Evenons. Tough, yeah. He goes to me. He goes, why are you, why are you walking in hallways? I'm sleeping. I'm like... Sorry, I was so scared. He's like, "Don't worry, never been on airplane before." I'm like, "No." I told me he's like, "He's like, where were you born?" I'm like, "Montenegro." He's like, "They don't have airplanes there." I'm like, I'm like "No, they do." He's like, "Why are you walking around all the time?" I was like, "Stooping too." Like, I look in the bathroom. Like, I was like, you know, it was just so surreal, right? Yeah. yeah. I was a young kid. And then we got back. We had a day off. Then that day we got back, and I remember there was meetings, and I was like, I called my agent. And he's like, "Hey, I heard you had a, I heard you had a great camp," and I was like, "Oh, cool." And He's like, um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with you, Ned. I was like, I'm not going to make the AHL. He's like, no. He's like, they're looking at you for the team. But in all my games, I was like, I'm, I knew I wouldn't make it because I wasn't like fully. I was just happy to be there. Yeah. So like if I got the puck, like I scored six goals, but the I didn't do anything like to make the team. Like Molson, he was like playing so good. Like he had the puck. He didn't score, but he was like changing the game. Like he'd have the puck. He'd make a sick play. Like I got the puck in front. I can be honest. Like I just scored a goal. Like the puck fell to me, you know, like you know it is. Yeah, it, but it was you can argue you fucking won the game. Yeah, hundred percent. But back then, it was. I mean, they were looking for something different. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I had the meeting. The ne- Monday rolls around. It was Sunday. It was a day off. I went into the office with Dean Lombardi, who was the GM at the time. It was so. F- it was so. Uh, it was so funny and kind of nerve wracking. I walk in. I knock on the door. His like chair was facing the other way. He did like this spin, like on the chair, like oh, like a, like a movie, yeah. like like he the was face, so he's face, so he's facing like here. You can't see me, viewers, but he's facing like north in his chair. He wheels around. He like facing south now, facing me. He's like, "What's going on? Come on in, Dean Lombardi." I had never met him yet. I'm like, "Hey, Ned Lukasovich, nice to meet you." He's like, "Great to meet you, great camp." And he, this guy was so detailed. He's like, first shift against the Ducks in the rookie camp. He's like, "Why did you Why did you drive the net and pick your head up?" He's like, "Remember that?" And I'm like, "Um." 
Remember that the first I drove the net? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, why did you pick your head up? You scared to get hit there? And, I'm, and I said, I'm like, I didn't pick my head up. He's like, yeah, you did. You want to watch the clip? And I'm like, okay. Uh, what do you say? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's watch it. And then I watched the video and like, just as a natural reaction, I was like grabbing that and I looked like this and I put my shoulder down. He's like, you're just so scared there. He's like, you don't want to take the hit. He's like, you're just scared. He's like, you're not ready for the NHL level. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so you know what? <laughs> He's like, you're not ready yet. But he's like, I want to ask you something. He's like, who do you think you play like in the NHL? <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I'm like Brad Richards. Um, I said, I play like Brad, who won a Stanley <laughs> Cup. He's like the guy that won a cup for Tampa Bay. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you don't play like Brad Richards. He's like, how many NHL goals you scored? I'm like, zero. He's like, you play nothing like him. You've never played in the NHL. He's like, you might, he's like, honestly, you might not and probably won't play in the NHL ever. Like, really mean. And I was like, okay. He's like, you play like Sean Donovan. You know who Sean Donovan is? Yeah. Play for he's the Flames. A, he's a right-handed. You're he lefty. <laughs> he, he's like, you play like Sean Donovan. He's like, you have no idea who that is. And I go, yes, I do. He goes, tell me something about him. I scored, I said, in Rock'em, Sock'em 8, he went through the legs, back door on, a, he's like, well, against what team? I'm like, I forgot the team. He's like, how do you know that? Because I literally remember it. I don't know if you ever watched Rock'em, Sock'em. Yeah, yeah. There's a goal where Sean Donovan goes through his legs, through the crease and scores. That's the only reason I know who he was <laughs> from those Canucks, Calgary rivalry days. Yeah. And... So actually, the, the meeting wasn't that positive. Then Ron Hextall comes in. Then Mark Crawford comes in. Ron Hextall says his bit. He's like, we're going to send you down. I was like, okay. And then I have a one-out. Crawford kicked the other coaches out. And he's like, I, he's like, Ned, he's like, I actually wanted to keep you. But you just looked happy to be out there. And then he's like, was that, do you feel like that was accurate? I'm like, yes. I was like 100%. Like, that's actually how I thought. He's like, we were looking for you to make the team. And I was like, oh, like, I was so shocked. He's like, do you agree? I'm like, yes. And then he takes his hand. He's like, you just need a little bit of sprinkling like this. He's like, I expect you to be back by, by Christmas. And he literally worked for watch out who you hang out with down in the minors. He's mm. like, lots of guys there aren't going to be in the NHL. So that was the first time ever. I'm like, wow, I, I'm, I have a chance to make the NHL now. Like I was like, this dream is real. Instead of going down and being motivated, we, we, we can say for another episode, it was, you know, things kind of went South. And then, um, yeah, we'll get into that another day, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was an experience for sure. Man, awesome. Sorry for that's, a fucking novel, guys. No, no, you know Holy what? It's geez. a wicked glimpse into I, the... That's like a training camp making the yeah. team. Okay. And not from like the normal people you hear about, the guys that made it and they talk about became superstars, blah, blah, blah. You don't hear about these other stories and what guys go through when they're not big names or... One question before we get into our heated debate. I always ask my pro players this. The GOAT player you played with or against? Well, the GOAT player I played with or against would probably have to be Crosby. Ooh. We went... So when I was at the camp, when I got drafted by the Kings, my first year, Crosby's agent got him to come to camp, like, secretly. Because back then, there was no photos. There was no, like... There was no way to, like, post anything. Yeah. So Crosby came to the Kings camp, summer Development camp. camp. Development yeah. camp as oh. a 16-year-old. No one knows this. Oh. No one knows this. Wow. This is fucking So the first... Insane. saw this recently. I don't know why. Really? This is breaking. See it? This is breaking news, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... Oh, we'll get the camera out. It's okay. Yeah. So the first ever... The first ever camp that Crosby actually went to in an NHL uniform was this LA Kings summer development camp when he was wow, he's 17. Wow, out there. Yes, with his agency. He was training with Jack Johnson. Him and Jack Johnson were training out there. Jack Johnson came for what one day and Crosby came for three or four days. So I had just got drafted and Crosby had come as this like... Damn. Crosby had come on this like little like... 
not trial, but just coming out there. Everyone yeah. knew he. Everyone knew who he was. And the crazy, the funniest part was, sorry, boys, I'm yapping. We were in this drill. We were in this drill, and Crosby. I went on a two-on-one with Crosby, and he comes back. He's like, "Just put your stick on the ice. Doesn't matter if it's forehand or backhand." He's like, "I'll find the puck to you." So the next time he we went, I went again with them. He's like, "I just told you, put your f- stick on the ice, forehand or backhand." So he's like, "Just go to the back door with your back on the ice. I promise it'll find your stick." I'm not kidding. He was a year younger. So I drove the net on the, and I swear anything, I remember this. I just put my back on because I was like, I want to shut this guy up. Like, shut up. You're not going to find me. He threw it right on my, literally right on the backhand. I didn't even have to do anything. It just hit my stick and went in. He's like, I told you, buddy. He's like, don't ever forget who your lineman was. (laughs) I swear anything. I'm not kidding. He was, he, it was so surreal. He just, he he knew he was a goat right away. It was so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. We were at the pool that day and there was this like young Austrian girl at the pool at, at, uh, at the Hilton Garden Inn, figure skater, forget her name, but little Philly. And, and I was like trying to chit chatter or whatever. And, and he came up to me, he's like, oh man, he's like, your game is so brutal. But I was like, <laughs> I looked up to him cause I was like, you knew who Sidney Crosby was. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, talk. I was like, holy shit. Like I just got, but not knowing he's like, he probably looked up to me at the time cause I was drafted. But uh, then we, yeah. our, our pass crossed at the U18 again for team Canada. We were on the same line. Um, and he remembered me from the Kings camp, but uh, wow. it, it, he, he was a really good, cool guy. Wow. Great story unbelievable you heard it first here crosby he wasn't a pen at first he wasn't a penguin at first i never heard that that's yeah. pretty nope. cool he was ali king yeah all right boys teddy luca that was sorry guys that for was the viewers out there. i feel like people more. are gonna be like this guy's talking in my fucking no, ear no, off no. i don't want to hear it no you know what I, like like we keep hey, saying go check out the stats and then fucking that's like a bikini they show a lot but not everything that yeah. was uh <laughs> that was awesome all right boys you heard that clip uh, before we started uh, talking, we are going to debate an extremely heated rivalry for how long? 100 years? Century I don't even long? know. Century? Yeah. Boys, it's time to take the stats out, take the research out, take the opinions out. And the taste buds. Yes, and it's time to debate. Coke, Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. I have here across from me... He's wearing the red trim. Oh God! Red and white trim. The Alonzo morning. Alonzo Davies <laughs> jersey. Alfonso. Who is his that? His dad has. Oh, I'm Bruins, buddy. His dad hospital? has worked for Pepsi. Why wouldn't you be? His dad has worked for Pepsi for no over forty years. I have what? here Raj Tour, aka Tourzy, and he's battling a man across the table. He's wearing. He's the staring gray... at me. You were staring at me like you invented Pepsi, guy. I'm, no, I'm Wait, not. Guys, this is. He's wearing the gray. Let's get the He's wearing the gray and white New York Yankee. Oh yeah, yeah, I make the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee can. Let's this go. This former professional hockey player has. He drinks two liters of Coke a day. Hundred percent. <laughs> we have one. here <laughs> my wife hears that she'll die she's Ned like it's two and a half <laughs> Lukacevic aka Teddy Luca our wives don't listen to the fucking pod no that's true boys <laughs> obviously a few rockets though I want to know who's got what side you got right now <laughs> I got coke coke I would love a cold Pepsi right now okay why do you Get have coke see I fooled you but why do you have coke though tell why? us why because I've been drinking coke since I was a fucking three-year-old out of my bottle when I immigrated to Canada. We wouldn't have milk. We Because actually, Coke was cheaper. So, so my parents would fill up Coke in my bottle. So that's why it's the best? I literally would have Coke in my bottle. That's why it's the best? Mixing a Coke right now, buddy. I, I, I don't drink. Why are you throwing a piece of Trident in your mouth before you have a Pepsi? 
I, I don't know. That's not I'm that's not, not what you want. They, the viewers, I'm hey, not. viewers at home, right now, uh, Nooch is throwing a trident in his mouth before the blind test. You hate to see it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's I'm get into some stats, Tourzy. Oh, what's the stats? I mean, you're with Pepsi. Your dad worked. What do you for like about Pepsi so much? Let's let's call no, light talk. No, but why? What do you? Why do you? Why do you, why do you, you think it's the goat? Because you drank it at three years old. I don't think it's like I never said that. Why? Why do you like Pepsi? We asked you first. You're on the freaking hot. You, you actually think I like Pepsi, but I'm not coming in here saying I'm. I'm. I never even said. That I can. I'm gonna ask Pepsi. you a question right now. See how much knowledge you have. What has more sugar, Coke or Pepsi? You don't know. Just tell me. Don't look at the can. Look at him. Oh, let me look at the can. Just tell me right now. Teddy, you're asking us uh, like easy questions. We all know Pepsi sugar. Do you know the one? Do you what know do you mean the, Pepsi sugar? What's that? That's a very that's a weird it's, statement. It's, You're it's, trying to be very cryptic. Say what it is. It's sweeter, <laughs> but not fucking bitter. <laughs> going, going up against Teddy here. Do you know why that one ingredient? Why it's why it's actually statistically better than Coke? Please, you know what it is? Please inform me why. I don't need to Pepsi because I, I thought the stack guy was coming in here hot. He I didn't I didn't know no, that I'm it not. was a I didn't know Coke was picked because he drank it when he was three. No, it's not. Come, I, on, I, come I, on, give me give me give me something. Do you know what I like? I, I don't do want to hear that you drank when you're three or you drink you know six cans like, a day. Do you know what I like about Coke better? Why the polar bears at Christmas time? I like them too. That's why See, it's goat. I know <laughs> you. I know. I know. I know you. That's why it's goat. You, you're so googly. How's so googly? Good job. I have Pepsi better than Coke. Very original. But that's polar bear. No, we all have global news. We have basic cable. We see the commercials. <laughs> the thing is, that's the, it wasn't Google. I, 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 I'm a. I'm, you know one. You know one thing I do like about Coke, though. And I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being cheeky here. I'm yeah. not being googly like you were. You Google no, all this your is, arguments. This is. This is easy. I, because, I like that because Coke, Ned came Coke, with nothing. No, no. I don't came with nothing. Okay. Coke brands their drinks to everyone. If you look at Pepsi, they brand their drinks to everyone who's like 25 and younger. They do. They had Madonna. They had Michael Jackson. If we're not gonna, if we're gonna say, I don't have facts. I have facts. They had Madonna. They had Michael Jackson. They had, they had Coke's old. It's boring. What? Just because everybody drank from the beginning. Too. So what do you it, mean? It, it, it chirps isn't gonna win this this debate. Uh, you're you're saying proper things, modern and proper. Michael Jackson. You chirping Michael Jackson. That's the goat. I didn't chirp him. But then what? So what's so what? So I'm saying they're all Coke, Coke is, is goat. You thought that I Coke was coming. Goat. It. Uh, you came in. You're saying I was going. Oh, Coke is goat. Coke is goat. I thought you were a Pepsi guy, though. That's what you came in. You, 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 you're going nuts, but I'm, I'm coming. Nuts. In, I'm come. I'm coming out here with ammo because I think Pepsi is fucking goat. I think it is. I think. I think it is. And I got, like you said, uh, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. Hey, Coke changed a recipe twice because it sucks. And, yeah. and 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 the Coke. Oh, the, but the, Coke the, also Sprite, Doctor Pepper, Cherry uh, Pepsi. Hey, well, hey, what do you bet on every year at the fucking Super Bowl? Gatorade, buddy. We got Gatorade. What do you drink every every time? Gatorade. No one cares about Sprite. Seven Up. Gatorade. Are you kidding? Did With your you stomach curse? Do you not buy a Sprite? Did you watch WrestleMania last night, buddy? No, I didn't. Mountain Dew. Who's that? Coke. Pepsi. Too busy putting my kids to bed. And I got kids. Twenty five. Ned, Ned. Ned. Don't give excuses for why Pepsi is. I'm not more. Wait. I just NFL. Wanna, you know what? NFL. Me, MLB. Yeah. Rogers. Oh, sports. Wait, wait, okay. Guys, fine. Hold on. Me. Me. Uh. Can we just talk bi- about the, the big man? And Nucci are neutral guys in this. I gotta just say what Pepsi, what drinks they have for the viewers. Okay, I need to, I need to say this. Okay, twelve drinks. Pepsi's got, they got Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi Max, Sweet, Seven Up. No, but we know all Sweet. that. No, yeah. we don't. No, they don't. The, 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 the viewers the don't viewers know who are watching in their car right now, listening to us S- trying to fucking get a mental health break. Sierra Mist, 
Mountain Dew. Woo. Sierra Mist. Holy fuck. And with Pepsi, right? It's, like the it's not just beverages. You're going into the uh, products. The, the You're going into the, the snacks. Frito right? Lays. The, the, the Ruffles, the Tostitos, the Lays. Is it Fruito Lays or Frito Lays? Yeah. Uh, the, What's you know, there's Kanye Fritos West song? and there's Cheetos. <laughs> hey, you know what else? They also got the ready to drink Starbucks products, the Starbucks, the Pepsi. They also got the Tropicana, the Soda Stream, the Aquafina, the Gatorade. Okay. Okay. Whoop de doo. What does no, it all mean, yeah. Basil? No, I'm just I'm just a neutral guy. I'm going into Austin cola Powers now. Coca Cola. Right no free sponsorships. Coca Cola is a heavyweight contender. Obviously, it's like me in the we fucking got, ring. We got here for the soda. We got Coca Cola. We got Barks Root Beer. Really? Root Beer is. I gotta say, it's massive. I'm gonna tell you if you're a viewer right now and you listen and you drink root beer, please put up your hand while you're driving. No, yeah. no one's put up their hand. Yeah, yeah, no one drinks root beer. Okay, let me let me finish off the drinks. You got Sprite, you got water. Coca Cola's got the water. They got Dusani. So we got Aquafina. It's uh, the same. It's, and smart, you know what? Let me finish. Man. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, man. Let's go, go, go. Smart water, vitamin water. They got the teas, the fuse, the gold teeth, the honest tea, Security. the minute made. Hubert's lemonade, and then you got the monster drink, which is massive. You know what? Those cancel each other out. The, what do you Can mean? Can I say that as a ref? Whatever you want to be your referee. Like the yeah. outside stuff. Yeah, those the outside good, BS. Uh, the beverages are they got like, both good lineups. They both got uh, nutty I, I would stuff. agree on that. I mean, you know, it's fine. I'm I'm talking as a Coke advocator. Yeah. For those viewers out there. You're putting your you're putting your headphones in right now. You're driving. You're at home. You put the kids to bed. Whatever you may be doing, think about this. After a long hard day, when you crack open that can, you put those ice cubes in, crushed or cubed. That's a different debate. Mm-hmm. And you pour that cold Coke. What burns more, viewers, a Pepsi or a Coke? For ooh, me, ooh. for me, the burn is the Coke. Yeah, but the when co- you're, I'm just, oh, I'm, 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 I'm not talking stats. I'm talking as a human being, a B-E-A-N, a bean, not a human being. Like like you said, <laughs> you you come home from work, home, right? Coke's more gassier. It takes longer to fill up that fucking can I know can it does, but guess what? And you're home and you want that, you want that drink faster? No. Pepsi by 1.5 seconds will fill up faster. And I want to know what our demographic of listeners is. Men, women, I'm going to guess mostly men with a couple women. But you ladies out there, I can guarantee you that you love a cold Coke on a long day where we're having pizza. Whatever it may be, wings. I know some of you viewers might like a nice. Why don't we have a taste test right now? No, no, no. Thank you. I need you guys to rumble a bit. The 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 goat Thank host. Thank you. Well, we'll yes. Nucci, what do you like, Nucci? Hold with on. A, with a fucking blind. Hold on, Tourzy. You know what I you really guys like? Are talk and <laughs> you know what? It out. You know what? Just let's be serious here. Let's be human beings. I love the burn of a Coke when it goes down your throat, I, and it it. That just that burn, and every can is a little bit different. I, Pepsi, I feel like it gives me a little more heartburn. Just me, it's a little more sweeter. It's a little cheaper. Oh. You know what I mean? You're going downtown to get a table, or are you paying cover? I, well, the, the, uh, the Coke is the table. The Pepsi is the cover. You're real, walking around. Real guys that get bottles don't get Coke on their table. First off, no, um, they don't. They get the Sannies. So, so I'll just clear myself there. Who I'm gets? Not, a I'm ta- not, who, hey, hey, waitress, can wait, I get some Coke? Who gets a table? <laughs> if you get a table in Vancouver, I'm sorry, you're freaking square. <laughs> Honestly. No one's getting a table in Vancouver. What are you going to 12 West and get a table for 400 bucks while you're a baller? Um, one, Am I wrong? One kind of thing I think about is uh, when you go to a restaurant and you're like, can I get a Coca-Cola? And they say, sorry, we only have Pepsi. They like have to apologize. Wow. Respect. That they have Pepsi and not Coca-Cola. 
They say that instead of being like, oh, we have Pepsi. Not like, oh, sorry, we have Pepsi. Yeah, but it goes the other way around. Can I get a Pepsi? Sorry, we have Coke. No one asked. For, I guess I've never asked for a Pepsi. But that's, that's your, yeah, you like, so you're a Coke I guy. Like Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're no a Coke one, guy. That's fine. But Raji, is it okay if I call you Raji? You call me Raji. No one that? goes to a restaurant. Ladies, gents, boys and girls. Does anybody, wherever you're listening, in your car, at your home, on your kid's floor, before putting that, does anybody ever go to a restaurant and say, hey, I'll get a Pepsi? No. Realistically, no. I don't drink it's like pop. Going, it's like going to the bar at I don't Pierre's and pop. saying, can I get a Caesar extra spicy? You're not getting a Caesar extra spicy at a club. Call spade a spade. You know, statistics, like you said, they're out there and I'm I'm advocating for, you know. I need to talk about statistics as a neutral guy. It has to be done. You do you. <laughs> you, okay. got, you got a map there? Yes, I you do. Got... <laughs> I mean. So guys. <laughs> I do because it's important. I'm actually curious. Yeah, yeah He's got some numbers for your no, curiosity. I was going to say, yeah. this is important. You know why? Because I'm curious what part of the world Pepsi is popular in. Okay. I have a wild guess. So let's do it. India doesn't have Coke or Pepsi. Pepsi. My sister told me Let me Pepsi is fucking India. get it wow. said. Okay. Pepsi is heavily dominated in North America. Wow. Okay. It's cheaper though. North America. And let me tell you some other countries. It's also dominated in Finland, Kazakhstan, Saudi Arabia. We're, we we win then. No. <laughs> the Saudis are taking over. I hear you. <laughs> okay. So it's sold in over 70 countries. 70 countries. Wow. But Coca-Cola. Oh, I, you know what? We, we like to talk about global goats, right, uh, Nucci? Oh, yeah. Global goats is a, is a term trademarked by Go Radio. And it is sold in every nation except for Cuba and North Korea. So it's nine times greater interest in the world. That's a, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just, those are just the numbers here. I'm looking at market cap, Okay. 260 billion for Coke, 230 billion for Pepsi. Pretty close. But revenue, Pepsi makes 30 billion more. Wow. Yeah. It's it's across the line, man. 30 billion more in revenue. Well, that you know, you know, they got the celebs, they got NFL. We know this. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about what else are we going to talk about? Nutritional content. Teddy Luca. Pepsi has slightly more sugar, calories, and caffeine. Coke has slightly more sodium. What would you rather have? Uh, diabetes or high blood pressure? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking have them both. So I'm, the, I'm the big nurse, boys. You the know that. problem is, I'm not going to hit you with numbers. I'm just going to be real. I got no numbers. I love a nice burn. In more ways than one. But the burn of the Coca-Cola is second to none. I'm not going to sit here and argue facts. No, we're not going to. I just want the viewers at home driving, whatever they're doing. Like I said. They asked this question. I know. No, and it's, look, it's, how, it's cool. look how wicked this convo has been. I think, and it's, it's, I think it's fun. This has probably fun. been the most heated that we've had. This is the beauty of GOAT Radio. We engage with the GOAT fans. They called for this. And if you GOAT fans are out there, you better be sharing this, resharing it, reposting. Swipe Absolutely. up. Use, oh, fuck yeah. Swipe up. Use promo code RajTour19. We'll I give keep, you a free code. And I keep no, saying this. We're going global, and we're taking the GOAT fans with us. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
Oh, Everyone yeah. laughing out there, sending DMs, crying emojis. You know who you are. We will be going back and better than ever. <laughs> Boys, I fucking love that little banter. Are we going to settle this though in the blind test? Vacations on the sidelines oh, fuck. for the viewers out there. You know what's crazy though? I'm going to be honest with you. There are days like when I'm, I'm actually, the other day I went into the, into the shell and I'm like, I actually, you know what? I want a Pepsi. It was weird. I want that extra sugar. I want that heartburn. I want to feel sick the next day. So well, look at that sound. It's not wow. his first, that was vacation, Steve, cracking it right in front of the microphone. We're not gonna, his first rodeo. We're going to live this. Hold on, he can't. Oh, I don't, no, uh, yeah. Okay. When was the last time you had a Coke? Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm, this is the big man, and I am going to d settle this fucking debate. Oh, God. Because. What the f be Because. I haven't had a Coke or Pepsi in like a decade. Eight, actually? I'm not lying. What do you drink when you're thirsty? I, uh... Just water? I chug water. Are you serious? I chug water. That's why sometimes you look so a, good. You're handsome and tall. Sometimes a Pellegrino. Rich. And that's it. And then I am going I to... Okay, guys. No, this guy, you, I thought you were like six foot two, but I, like in, in your pics, you look six two, but in real life, you're well, six four. The, the, they call me the, you know what, for a reason. 100%. I the don't know big they call you. The big man. Boys okay, guys. You know what's crazy? I can tell by the pour what's what. Can I can I film this? What it's what from oh, just from the, the cup? He's got the luchador. Oh. Hey, okay, guys. Hey, that's a Pepsi and that's a Coke just oh, by the burn. I can't. Okay, guys. For okay. the viewers, I have my I have a I'm my eyes are it's horrible, blocked. It's a horrible burn. My eyes are blocked. And uh, is it poured, guys? Hold on. We're gonna start again. Wait, so wait, yeah, wait, wait. what were you saying there? Is it Go poured, the mic, Raji? Is it poured? I'm doing a blind test just right now. One sec. Isn't it crazy? I we can got, tell by the pour got, what's coke and, and what's boys, We got vacation the Steve there. And we got the luchador mask. You can't see. Let's go. You got it in your hands. Okay. We're going to do a taste I'm test right the, now. I'm doing the one in my right hand. Okay. I don't know what that is. I can see. I can just tell. You look like a ninja turtle. Leonardo, obviously. Okay. I have the taste. Yeah, whatever. And it's, it's a, I got to say it's a bit raisiny. Can I try it, Big Dog, just to see what you're thinking too? Big Dog. Don't influence yeah, yeah. him. Don't influence no, I'm, I'm him. I'm not. I, I won't yeah, say I anything. I promise. Yeah, this is on, the taste Loche, test I won't, Loche, right I won't now. say anything. Can I try one too to see what, like, go in the head of you, like your headspace? Okay. This one. I can tell, Nooch. This one is a, a little bit more bite. Oh, there you go. Uh, citrusy. Wow. Oh. Respect. Citrusy, I think. Citrusy, says. Hold on. This is your first this Coke is in our, a decade? This is our live taste test right now. The vacation Pepsi Steve's Coke. put a little uh, Patron in that one by mistake. Vacation Steve's legit oh, good looking. It's crazy to me. Fucking handsome fellow. I don't care. The viewers can see it. So the thing is, one has more bite, right? I know. But one... Is sweeter. Wait. And cheaper. One has more bite, but one has... One is... um. The more I drink it, the more it's not... It, it goes down smoother... Yeah, I know. That's cheap. So. Can I jump in here? Can I jump in here? When you're saying it goes down smoother, we all know what that why, is. You tell me to be quiet. Why don't you, why don't you let this guy fucking do his review? No, no. What I'm saying is, can I say something or no? No, wait. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, guys. I think I have my decision and it's this one. That's Coke. I can tell by the pour. That's Coke. Is this Coca-Cola? That's Coke. Pepsi. Oh, God. Fuck really? Fuck rights. Thanks, Teddy. Okay. Let's sit down. I here. knew, I knew. Give me this for a second. Thank you, boys. That's all we got to do. Oh, wow. 
Pepsi wins. So the big man has <laughs> deemed. Hold on. Has won the uh, the Pepsi has won the Cold War. Today. Woo! The cola, the cola war. Sorry about that, guys at home and our girls. Like yeah, that you had to just, hear that. That was just really like classless and also loud in our ears. We apologize. We'll edit that out if we can. Well, I was told that. Shut up during the whole time, and you fucking yapped, and we we just witnessed the big man, but pick the, f- the clear winner. Hey, but the thing is, though, there's no thing, this, Ned. This, let's go next topic. Hold on, Come on. No, hold on. Wait, the guy hasn't drank in a coke in 15 years. Okay, so like, Teddy, we don't drink. Six I know a what day. you like. This what? Sorry, I'm jumping in here. I'm getting aggressive. I don't drink. I've drink a few days. You like Pepsi because it didn't have that burn. It was smoother. It was cheaper. It's a cheaper tequila. Doesn't have that ah, right? That don't no no no. The coke gives you that extra. Heartburn, little ulcer. It makes you feel a little bit alive in in a sense. The Pepsi is a little bit cheaper and feels like a little more of a juice. So I picked Pepsi. Okay, but there's a... I know I have a stat here and then we're going to end it, okay? Pepsi is sweeter than Coke. So right away it had a big advantage in the septus. So this is from a research study. And that's why it got me. Pepsi is also characterized by a citrusy flavor burst, unlike the more raisiny vanilla taste of Coke. You know what? I didn't even read this before, and I and I called it out. Actually, raisin, citric acid. I said raisin and vanilla. Can if you, you fucking attention. believe that? If you pit, that's crazy though. Did I just fucking you're say like that? Raisin, no, that's really good. Fucking guy, like handsome, Anthony, tall and smart. Anthony Bourdain, fucking handsome, picking off fucking. Uh, okay, fucking let, let me finish, and it's gonna make you happy. I think, uh, Teddy. I'm happy without a rim. But but that burst tends to dissipate over the course of an entire can. Ah, there you go. It's too fucking and, flat. And that is another reason why Coke suffered by a comparison. Pepsi, in short, is a drink built to shine in the sip test, but not in wow. the full mm. can. That's actually interesting. Is that no, fucking no, 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 I like that. You we're know going why? Back, like no, I, said, I like it. I like it. Because yeah, like yeah, no, it. you know what? There are times where I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of craving a Pepsi today. Why do you think those cocksuckers did the Pepsi challenge? Because the, they knew that hey, one burst The crazy win. thing is, when I, <laughs> hey, the crazy thing is when I have a Pepsi. Sorry, I, hey, d- delete the cocksucker. When, hey, when I have a Pepsi, my heartburn is so fucking bad the next day. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm never drinking Pepsi again. So you drink both. Like, what the fuck is going on here? No. I like hey, a Pepsi. The odd time. I like the polar bears. The, no, Christmas I time polar bears. You know what I'm saying? To I me, love, I love the Pepsi can aesthetically. I'm serious. I know it's. I know it's weird. I love an aesthetically nice Pepsi can. Seriously, I do. Yeah. But it has to be cold. A Coke, you can actually drink half cold. Pepsi, half cold. Fucking horseshit. To be honest, though, big man, though, what you said though about the whole it, that sip one kit in a sip in it, it was, explains everything. I think you know what based on that. We're gonna move on to global goat fire. Ooh. Let's have an open open fire table here about maybe a poll about what do you drink when you have a cold piece of Pepsi? Strictly for the ladies, because I bet not cool not piece of I Pepsi bet, or pizza. Pizza. I bet not one girl would said I like pizza. We'll Pepsi. get a poll out. We'll get we're, a poll out. We're, we're, we're starting our fucking pizza reviews, though. Hey, stay tuned for that. I'll tell you. Yeah, we got Bobich right coming Bobich, in. Bobich, uh, the to do fucking a, memorabilia. He is that, that guy eats pizza six to seven times a week, honestly. <laughs> we need him. He, he's going to start doing reviews for us all over Van City. Oh, yeah. Vacation Steve. Vacation Steve will be on those, right? I think. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because of yours. He, he likes his. Steve. He likes his. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. For global goat fire, shoot us your messages. We want to know what floats your goat. Wow, respect on that. Kaka. Okay. Okay. First question comes from Mac and Boost. Who's the goat player? And these are going to be quick, guys. Okay. Who's the goat player who played with who you played with that never made it? Who wants to start with this one? Fanuch, the co-host. <laughs> 
Um, I guess we're saying made it to the NHL. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. we, we don't, not we, like one game. No, no. Hey, we, turtle, turtle, turtle has some guys. Guys, I just, I'm just saying no, one like game. Guys that never, never played a game one in the game. NHL. One game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to sewer anyone. Everyone no. has good careers in pro, right? Yeah, but I got yeah. a great guy. Um, All right, Nucci, go ahead. I'll go with a uh, guy I grew up playing with at Bernie Winter Club, Brock Bradford. Um, I think he was drafted by Colorado, played at Boston College. Uh, he was an unbelievable player all through minor hockey and, uh, yeah, captain of BC and stellar uh, stellar career. But, yeah, he never made it to NHL. That was definitely someone I thought would have uh, got a, a, at least a – cup of coffee there we heard a lot about him growing up i'm going to be rabbit too wow yeah that's what i was doing. buddy the guy fucking it was always brulee bradford brulee played that's why we were talking like like stepped in the game bradford was like daniel briere yeah. the guy was a fucking goal scoring phenom the guy fucking did he win a national title I he, think he did with he Boston did. College. And he yeah. was actually, like, I'm not, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. He was actually conference fucking MVP. Played with, like, Brian Boyle, Joe Pavelski against them. And the, you, 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 Carlo, you were there. Like, you, that yeah, guy no, should have played. He was drafted by Colorado. He played in the American Hockey no, League. No, Boston Bruins. Oh. No, Colorado. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's, that, I hate to jump in here, no. but that's the crazy thing when, about youth hockey. Lake Erie. No, when, when you're so good at, like, 10, 11, 12. Doesn't always translate to, to, to pro or or yeah. It, it honestly, it's you can be the best player of fourteen, thirteen. It yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. And but he no. wasn't. He, he no. I'm not a, saying yeah, that. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, talking. Yeah, generally, like yeah, in, in yeah. general, you know, he was an, he was a sick hockey player and a, a great kid. Like nice family. Like I, he was an awesome player. I'm saying, but you can be. There's so many sick players who are sick who Boston are nine, Bruins. ten, eleven, twelve he years old, and they never yeah. play hockey ever again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have someone in mind? The the thing is, yeah, someone very close to you guys that was a sick hockey player. He never made the NHL, but he played pro for a long time. And one of your family members shares the same name as him now. His name is Michael Busto. Ooh. He was a sick... So shout out, Mike. We talk all the time. One of my best friends mentored me as a coach. Probably yeah. the sickest hockey coach. Mike is the sickest hockey coach ever. His knowledge, his preparation. He's the reason, actually, I got into coaching. Um, I'm sure he'd probably say, say the same about me, about me as a player. We played in Vegas. But he's a guy that probably could have could have played in the NHL if he took care. And I, he knows this. Took care of his body, diet, the way he, you know, like just off ice things. And he knows that. But the way he hit, the way he saw the ice, 22, 23, 24, he had a bad injury, got a concussion. When you, like, people that don't, don't understand the game, when you lose that window, like 21, 22, 23, you're not ever getting that chance ever again. You know what I mean? So Mike was, I remember, I think Mike leveled um, Pyatt at a Canadians camp, a Rangers camp. I don't know where it was. He leveled, I think the story, he reveled, we always share, like we always go back and forth, but um, he was like really highly touted in 21, 22 year old season. He had that bad concussion. Then he kind of lost himself as a player. And then when you're like, when you lose that little window, 
you're never going to make it again. Like that, that's mm-hmm. one, that's your one chance and you're done. He, so for me, that's probably the best player I ever played with that I think probably could have had a, had a career in the, or a little bit of a taste of the NHL had it been for a little bit of better knowledge or taking care of your body or, you know, just yeah. little things like that. And, it, and I know it sounds stupid because it's like, people will probably always say this about me, like, oh, you, yeah, oh, shut up. You weren't that close. But like the difference between the minors, whether it's the ECHL to HL, a junior mm-hmm. hockey to a scholarship, like it, it's so minimal. Like there's so many, like I hate to go off on a tangent. Pod Colson should be in the NHL, but he wants to be a playmaker. Niels Hodlanger should be on the third or fourth line of the Canucks, but he wants to always touch the puck. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to understand his role. Like there, there's tons of guys that like four or five guys on every single team. I think that, Mike kind of resembled that too, right? Yeah, Busto. And you know what? With uh, Mike Busto, he's going to be on the pod soon and he's going to discuss what Mike Milbury says is the worst trade in history of hockey. <laughs> what about you, big man? What, wait, what, what, what about... That's so funny. That's bad. <laughs> no, no, well, no. I'm not, I'm not no, tripping wait. him. He's, a, he's fucking... I, I agree with uh, Teddy. No, Man, I he, agree with Teddy. That, I'm just saying that's what Mike Milbury said. Buddy, Kootenai, that these, guy. These, hey, these guys. Hey, Mike, you're, I know you're listening. I'm gonna tell a story. I saw I was injured in Vegas one year. I was 24 years old. Boosty comes into the Cosmopolitan at four in the morning for my road trip, and he goes to me. I thought you were hurt. You're not supposed to be out, and I just fucking lose my mind. My mind. I'm a I'm a 25 year old. Word for it, I'm 24 year old grown man. I can be at the club if I want to. He's like, it's not very professional of you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your he big, was being big sarcastic. Big, what about your point? I, I agreed with Teddy. Oh, you did? Yeah. Boosty. Huh. Yeah, Boosty. Boosty. We can't wait to have you, buddy. All right. Second question, boys. This is, I love our food topics, but we oh, love them. I'm gaining, we take, the, I'm gaining weight by the day. We take pride. Goat. Topping in a burger. Basically, if you had one thing to put in a burger, so you got the bun and the meat, and then you need a you need a something else in there. What do you guys got? I mean, cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Uh, what kind? Good marble. A marble cheddar, maybe. The Mar- whole. Marble, it's like che- yeah. white and the white and orange marbling marble cheddar yeah but that's not usually on a burger it's usually the uh it's usually the just cheddar. straight cheds right the yeah. cheds yeah it's got go, go cheddar cheddar yeah okay um i'm going to go i'm going to go a, a good veg you need some fucking crunch in there man okay yeah, yeah. like Name lettuce your veg. you need lettuce yeah a good one like like i love the I, I was gonna go bacon but like just just adding more meat you need you need you need some veg in there and i'm gonna go lettuce a good romaine th- i like the crunch like good thick i don't like my sh- stuff shredded i like the fucking you like your cr- burger wrapped in it or do you no <laughs> fuck are we talking about a topping on a burger <laughs> yeah just one it's a the goat topping on a burger you have the bun the meat and what what, what would you put one thing i would i would put cheese Cheese. I'm not. I'm not gonna be too crazy. Cheddar. I'll be honest. I'll put cheese. Well, that is cheddar no. cheese. Yeah. Standard cheddar. Cheddar bomb. Okay, I am gonna go. I fucking love tomatoes. I need one really? nice slice of tomato in there. Oh, I'll. I don't need any sauce. Serial killer. I don't need any cheese. I'm. You know. I have some lactose. You're so Serbian, bro. Yeah. One nice, one nice slice of a big tomato sliced. Juicy tomato. Okay, boys. I like that. That was from Ryan S. Who's Ooh. Ryan S? Thanks, Ryan. Big, big goat fan. Really? Supporter of the uh, 
from where belgium <laughs> we, he says that because we have so a lot of uh, coffee in we have belgium. a lot of uh Belgian fans, global fans. We have global fans. Belgian coffee is uh, amazing, bro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hey, do Doc have. There. We're doing global. Uh, hey, Doctor, you have a little on your nose. I know, I know. It's how we do in Belgium, called Belgian dip. Okay, boys, we're going on to question three. Okay, everyone, talk. You know, one person at a time. Okay, on the mic. I apologize. One person at a time on the mic. This one is absolutely a wicked question from hey. Big Eminem. Who's that? Mike Myers? Another another fan. The GOAT NHL player with the funniest broken English. Russian. Sorry. The, what did I say? R- GOAT Russian yeah, NHL the, player. What did I say? The GOAT You Rus- just didn't say Russian. Oh, the GOAT Russian NHL player with the funniest broken English. I would say Briskolov, man. <laughs> that guy oh, was man. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, when he... <laughs> I didn't asked, even think of him. No? I don't know why, but it's only hockey. It's only game. <laughs> Who wants to play? Why, why wants... you have to be mad? Yeah. Who wants to play Winnipeg? His, <laughs> his voice is cute. Yeah. yeah. He, he he's my guy. Bruce got off. Wranglers. Uh, That's Wranglers a great answer. answer. Yeah, he got fucking paid and he just when? fucked off. He did. When? You know what's funny? My, my second year, he came to our, our training camp in Vegas. Did you ever? He didn't play, have a did you contract play with uh, the Arsenal goalie. Peter Peter Check, no, but I met him. You know, he he DM me on Instagram. He was like, he asked me for a tryout in Coventry, and I was like, "You're the goalie of Arsenal." He's like, "Yeah, can I get a tryout on your team?" I was like, "How did you find me?" He's like, "I just looked up that you got a lot of points on Coventry." <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. Check right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Butte. Okay, uh, you know what? For Brzgalov, we just got to get back to Brzgalov. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple other wicked quotes. Okay. Um, I know he had that, you know, it's only a yeah. hockey one. But hockey, he, he, you know when there was that 24-7 series? It was him. It was, uh, yeah, he's so talking about the fucking, like the planet. The universe. Yeah, the universe. Humongous yeah. big. And, uh, La Violette was like, this guy's a fucking odd creature. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, someone else asked him, like, are you scared of Pittsburgh and Crosby, Firehouse? And he's just like, no, I'm not scared of anything. I'm scared of Baron Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I do, I do, I do. That was a good one. Or he's like, uh, for the outdoor game, he was... Uh, he wasn't going to play or there was like chatter that he maybe wasn't going to play. He's like, ah, oh, I'm going to go on the end of the bench with my thermos, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. my my tea or a coffee in there or something. Oh, bad. That's good. Um, Nucci, what about you for your broken English uh, Russian? Um, I'm going to have to go with um, Evgeny Malkin. Uh, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, like... Uh, that's uh, all you hear during his interviews. Oh, Gino. Oh, yeah, Gino. Yeah, he, he does have some good. They're, uh, he says, you know, like probably like a <laughs> hundred times yeah. and gets like actually like five other words in. So he's uh, he's got some good ones. Uh, listeners out there, you should Google or, or check out on YouTube is some of his interviews. That's good. Yeah, I remember Gino on their on their on their. Uh... You know, their cup runs. He's had a few. Yeah, and he's played in the NHL for, I don't know how long, like 15 yeah. plus years, and yeah. he still has like yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah. broken English. Teddy, do you have a, a Russian with broken English? To be honest, I I don't really have 
No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I, li- I like both those. I, I really yeah, do. Yeah, they're both good. And they're funny. And they're cute. Yeah. I have uh, I have one. I have two, actually. One's actually the GOAT that's going to be the GOAT of goal scoring. Okay. But one is Neil Yakupov. Oh, yeah. He has an interview at the World Juniors when they beat Canada. <laughs> Canada. That was so funny. Yeah. That was Score actually goals, so funny. Uh, 80,000 people's... <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. that was he's like hey, we we win Canada yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you everyone you know what I have a few clips that we're gonna play at the end of the podcast we're gonna play these broken Russian uh, quotes uh, hey sound bites Dominic Hoshik they're unreal he's Czech he's Czech buddy no I know but, no, but he's, he's fucking the accent. funny he's the accent. Yeah. hilarious he Slovak guys are so funny yeah and then wait and then we have Ovechkin obviously at the the Washington rally. When they won the cup. Oh my god. That's actually the funnest funny I watch that clip when I'm bored. And he says, We're not gonna I, be I fucking, fucking suck, suck this, this year. year. You know when yeah. I go to work oh in the morning? God. That's like the first thing on my oh playlist. My god. And I'm pumped hey, the fuck up. Big <laughs> what do I call you? Big boy or low? How's that on your playlist? I literally YouTube that sometimes. We're not gonna be fucking sucked this year. Yeah. We're the sta- what do you say? We're the Stanley Cup oh, champion. And they go nuts. And then he yells. What does he say? He, yeah. he actually says we're not gonna be fucking sucked this, this year. year. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I have that. We're gonna play that at the end for the yeah. viewers. It's, I told it's, the guys, I told the guys this year, we're not gonna be fucking sucked this year. We're the Stanley yeah. Cup champions. It's gotta be the goats, the the goat sound bite of a championship win. Hundred percent. Awesome boys, a, a thank quote. you. I have one more question. It is from, um, it is from uh, Shane D. He goes, <laughs> he goes, the goat of the NHL shootout. So a little background: the shootout started in 2005. I can't believe it's only it's almost been 20 years of shootout. Five, 2005. It'll say it's fake. I can't. You know what? People are getting, I think, a little bored of the shootout at the end of the game. No, there's no fucking. You know way. why? I love it. I, know, I when I'm watching an overtime game, I'm like, please go to shootout. Please go to shootout. Please go to shootout. Yeah. If I and look then, at the I, scores, then I guess I'm like, I, see I, a game I guess going to shootout. You know what? I like try and find me it. too. Mick Jesus. So do, I. Is, so do I. Mick Jesus. You know, Jesus, the 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 fucking never heard of him. The best player to her. ever touch the damn ice. Hundred percent. Okay, he's proposing a ten minute overtime. He would snipe every time. Oh, he's fucking he rigging the system. Would he get off the ice? He's rigging. He wants Gretzky's. He's gonna break them all. I think. I think he's gonna break everything. Yeah, it's, at it's this crazy pace, how he's got like ninety two points already. My gosh, he's gonna get two hundred points. One fifty. Like when they when they beat when they beat teams, it's like eight one. But if they didn't, hey, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna jump in here. If they didn't have those two guys, they would be a lottery team. They're so bad without those two guys. Goat Terrible. of the shootout. Goat of the Goat shootout. Of the shootout. I'll tell you right now. I know it. You guys should know it. We all know it. Okay, I know who it Teddy, is. Teddy, I need Evgeny Kuznetsov. Uh, okay, I want you to. I want you to say stun why. you guys. Okay, okay. I need everyone to not talk over each other. Okay, respect. Teddy Luca. This is where I feel like the girls shut off our podcast right now. Ladies, just stay tuned. They Come did on. about That's, an hour ago. They did. They did. Uh, Don't worry. We want to. Well, we want to catch is, you. This viewers, is for though. the. This is for the. You know. This is for the the Fetless. boys right now. No, but we want viewers. I know we do. In Belgium, our fucking demographic is ladies in Belgium. It looks like. <laughs> so we will keep that up. After the Kardashian topic last week, yeah. Don't get me started on that. Kimmy, she did her hair okay. blonde, then black, then Teddy. blonde. Trust me. Teddy, 
She don't know. I need your goat. Uh, why? I said why, Evgeny Kuznetsov. Any reason? I, just, I need rationale in the goat rush. No. No rationale except I look at his numbers. 78%. It's insane. Okay. It's insane. People is, are this, pu- is this now or all time like shootout? Since, since the shootout happened, he, man. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really hard to... It's actually really hard to score on a goalie every, consistently in a shootout. It, it is. Because... The game is changing. The game is evolving. So what goalies are doing now, they can like, like they go to like goalies are so dialed in. Yeah, they know before like even at our level, they're like, okay, this number four on this team that you don't think they know if Genny Kuznetsov comes in with his remote control broken in quotes, it breaks. He makes a move and they still can't stop him. Okay, Nucci. I'll go with uh, one guy, Yuzi Okunen. Oh, remember that? Play? He had like yeah, two man. moves. Blocker low. He had the low blocker, and then he had the one hand Forsberg. He had those two, and like they come from the same angle, and goalies didn't know what he he just flipped from those two back and forth, and he was that was a little while ago, obviously, but um, yeah, for me, he's he was a goat. Uh, maybe not statistically, but no, his statistics were insane. The, the, the way the way it, it is insane. on this. Pod, I feel like it's if two guys agree, it's 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 undisputed. I I was gonna go with UC Oakland. That fucking goes down the left, either short side blocker or fucking that that Forsberg. Yeah, that's yeah. my that was my pick. I oh. thought no one was gonna say that. But okay, yeah. well you know, boys, I'm looking at the goat criteria. You guys are looking at skill, a couple goals, nice goals, whatever. I'm looking at the criteria and actual goat. Patrick Kane. You guys are looking at. He had a few nice goals that were on TSN highlight reel. That don't make him the goat. I am looking. Respect. I am looking at Jonathan Taves. Give me some time on this. Jonathan Taves, 52 goals in 110 shots. Insane. 47.27%. And 20 of those are game deciding goals when the pressure's on. That's harder. It's actually insane. And then... Following him, Kane, 49 goals. Let's guess, let's guess the third one. Let's all guess the third one. Come yeah, on. Let's yeah, all guess. I'll, I'll give you a chance. 49 goals in 124 shots, though. 39.52%. Still sick. The, the third... Actually, you know what? This third guy is actually ahead of Kane. I need you guys to guess. Future can Bruin, you, Jonathan Taves, can by you, the way. No. Can you guys guess who this next guy is who scored the... Who's tied with Kane with 49 goals? 49 in, 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 in a, a shootout. shootout? Yeah. Is and, he still playing? Hey, you are not going to fucking guess this guy. No, I'm no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess East Coast or West Coast? On, Eastern or West Give us a, like a little... Eastern is he still Western. playing? Is he active? Is he active? Let's give... Like, let's... Tell me what number he wears in the NHL. Just tell me what I number, number he wears. Tell me what number he wears. Tell me what number he wears. Oshi. No. You know what? He's up there. He's What number does this guy wear? Let's see if we can guess that. Don't look, Nooch. Oh, he's, he's well, not I mean, currently. He's not active right now. Okay. What was the last he played for, nudes? Maybe the Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders or Red Wings. Finish with the Red Wings. Pretty recently. Interesting. Oh, Datsuk. No, no. So I hold, on, hold on, hold on. I know. I know. He didn't play for the Islanders. It's a joke. He played. He played for the Islanders and finished with the Red Wings recently. I think I think he finished with the Red Wings like within the last. So he played four for years. the Islanders. Played for the Islanders a long oh. time. Like like many years. Yes. When did he retire? Are you guys talking about or number fifty one? Oh, huh? Number no. fifty one. Oh, fucking Philpola. No. no? Oh. Philpola played for the Okay, let, I don't. Or, uh, I, I on, You guys. No, I'm he's, so lost. He, I know who it is. Can I just say it right now? Yeah. 
It's Franz Nielsen. Franz Nielsen. Yeah, he was like, uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Dane. 49 goals in 106 shots. So hey, just say it's fake, so just below Jonathan Taves, he has forty six point two three Jonathan Taves, forty six point two three percent of a scoring rate. But so I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taves, and not only just because of the NHL. Remember what he did versus him versus Peter Mueller in two thousand and seven. Oh, yeah, he scored three in a row. That was that's another reason why you know we talked about Bedard being the goat of World Juniors. I cannot. I don't know if I can hand it to him right now with Jonathan Taves in the mix. And we, we, Everly, did scratch that like that. To- we scratched that topic that one episode. We scratched it. We're not going to get into it nope. at all right now. I'm just saying, Jonathan Taves is the GOAT of the NHL shootout. Hands fucking down. But I do have one more honorable mention. And this guy has been in the league for like eight years. He's a Russian stud. He's got 23 goals. In 36 shootout attempts, 63.89%. He is a wicked player. Only been eight years? Yeah. Panarin. Artemi Panarin. Mm, boy, Nucci. Hey, this guy, if he continues... The bread man. He's he's he's, he's honestly a solid we don't I don't think he gets talked about enough. Is 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 he like a cheap is is Kuzmenko like a cheap man's Panarin? Like fuck no. you guys you guys I think watch they're different players are they no. way different yeah. Panarin's more it's like that like they found uh like they found Panarin Chicago did right so yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of it is I, I, I don't really watch Kuzmenko play so so boys different player yeah thank you global goat fire. Um, we love engaging with the fans. Please, we're going to actually put out a post for episode... Uh, this is episode 11. We are... Man, we've done like 11 epis in like a month and a half. That's... We've been we've been working hard. We're just trying we, to keep up with all the goat chatter that's going around oh, and man, all these imposters. The and and yeah. those of you out there who are listening, I don't even care, <laughs> and saying, this podcast is this or this podcast is that. You're the one listening. Don't be a hater. Support your friends, support your family, be a good person. <laughs> no, it's it, no, you know it's, what? No, hey, I'm serious. Hey, and you know what? We all have fucking kids. How? Hey guys, we were just Who talking before. How, how hard is it with kids, guys? Like, we should have we an all, episode of kids because you know what? The oh, moms will be dialed in. There's a moms. Oh, oh if you're still listening, fuck. moms, we respect you. Oh, we yeah, appreciate all you do. Exactly. Let's it's just, nice for the dads to have a little break, though, and shoot the shit. Oh, oh fuck. You said it, shoot the shit. Man, we're going to be doing this all year? Let's have a baby talk next week. Baby talk? No, I'm yeah. serious. You moms out there, you have questions, dial us in. Yeah, I'm, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not fucking kidding right now. We can do that. No. Go, you got, go I know how. Da- I know how dads always say, we're so tired, we're so tired. Moms, I know how much more tired you are than us, and yeah. we, we respect, and we appreciate you guys. But we're dads, too. We get Sometimes we get a little tired, too. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hundred percent. I, I, I would love a goat baby talk. Yeah. No, a goat baby talk. Like what time you go to kids go to bed? What's your routine? We should have Seriously, a baby no, goat. We should have a yeah, baby we should have baby goat, goat dad Just talk. You know why? Couples, that's you know why dad like a little dad talk? Like what you do, what I do. Yeah. What what he does, what he does, what she does. Yeah, Austin, seriously, we need like an actual goat here. Stone Cold Street, Steve Austin. None of us are goat dads. We're yeah. we're all learning about how yeah. to be a great dad. Okay. No, you know what I mean? No, I'm serious. Quickly, a lot of sports this week. We got Novak Djokovic, who has won the Australian Open. 
We're going to have a nutty, nutty episode next week. Um, you know what? People have claimed Novak to be... Uh, to, he's claimed that GOAT status in, in many minds. But I do have Nadal fans that are not backing down. And, they came on the podcast. And I do not... The and I do not think the... You know what? Say, I think Novak... I'm just going to be quick on this. Novak, I believe he is... He's, he's, he's slightly on top of Nadal right now. But we got to wait for Roland Garros in about 100 days. Because let's just say Nadal wins that. I don't know what we say right now. Anyways, we also had some fucking nutty NFL games today. Uh, Teddy, don't. I'm sorry, brother. No, brother. Fucking rest in peace for me. I'm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. We won't go there, eh? <laughs> hey, it was, it was a great weekend. Um yeah um so it was uh, a good weekend let's say the least yeah uh what other we got you know what we got a nutty ufc fight coming up in two weeks let's big, get big let's, royal week, rumble big royal rumble no, no no next week you go first apologize big royal rumble winner who is it it's a uh, Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. huge dusty Rhodes' son there's Brother, one dusty Rhodes' there's son and that's huge because he came from back from aw and you know what if you watch AEW, or is that that's what it is? They're packed, and yeah. that's what you need. Tony Schiavone, he was the the guy that oh. did the 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 WCW. Uh, nobody knows this stuff. No, we don't. I know the and commentating I about you, brother. And and AEW, he does that, and he's good. Yeah. And and they're actually Khan. He runs that. They're competing against against the big the big the big boss. We all know, mm-hmm. and it's good. It's good. You need. It's like Pepsi and Coke. Yeah. You need it. And and it's good for the business and a lot of other, you know. So, anyways, getting into it, Royal Rumble. He went back. Dusty Rhodes is or uh, Cody Rhodes is back there, yeah. and and he won it. And that's and, and that's and that's yeah. You know, we, it's fucking huge. Thanks for that, Twizzy. We love it's our gold dust. We dust. love. Oh, Marlena was a fucking rocket. We we love our wrestling. We used to look at her. We do. Before porn was a, we're before looking, porn was a we're thing. I for, watched Marlena. We're, we're we're looking forward to though. You know, it's coming up here. Like the next pay per view, we're gonna get into that too. I've but, called you know, him. It's, 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 we gotta, we're, we're gonna, God. it's gonna be big, 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 big bucks on the next, next one. Because Vacation though? Steve wants to talk about the next one too, the big pay per view. No, he wants to talk about sports betting. Yeah. The, the, vac- the, the, the guru, the fantasy guru, Vacation Steve on the sidelines, just boozing away. Oh, God. He's just the fucking sidelines, just his, throwing out fingers and his, signs. And what do you want from us? His, next week, he's his, selling a guaranteed pick, though. His lips are so purple. Oh my God, <laughs> Serbian whiny says it looks unreal though. Handsome you, guy you though. You can't do that with the guy's got no headphones on, and you can't, you can't, you can't. I know. I just Why, can't, can't hear us? You can't. Can you not hear us? No, but the guy's a legit rocket though. We also have or drinks all night. You can't do that. We also have model goat coho Salerno on the couch here, just fucking Korea smoking also. in. Smoking, oh, yeah. I said. Yep, yep, yep. All right, boys, we got to wrap up. Do we though? We do. We do. We are. We are going hour forty-five. What the? We are we are wrapping up. No play poker training. I want to thank Nucci, Turzi, Teddy, Luca. It's your first Goat Raj experience. We can't wait to have you back. I feel like I overdid it. I'll be honest. I feel like I overdid it a little bit. So for the viewers out there, no, yeah. no, don't throw Rogers throwing his fingers in my face. No, I feel like I, it could have been overdone. But if you didn't like it. No, next weekend beautiful, man. I we, will we, throw you a better, even fucking hey, surprise. It's a happy it's a, birthday. It's behind the scenes. Happy NHL birthday. NHL locker room 
camp experience thank we you. loved it brother thank you thank you and ladies and gentlemen you listen the greatest of all time podcast show love it we are going to end off with some some russians nhl players with the best broken english we'll give you that audio this is goat radio we'll broken, see you very soon thank you <laughs> we win first we win canada second we win we win Canada, third win in 80,000 people's red jersey, everybody put red and white jersey. But we win, we score more goals and it doesn't matter how, how much, how many shoots Canada shoot the outer parks or our nets, so we win. We're pretty excited and it doesn't matter right now. We, 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 we beat Canada, so. A little too close at the end there? I don't know. You, you can give me like 100 questions, but... We win. Russia win. Russia better Canada. So, Let's see you next time. Surprise today? Enough surprise. Well, we be ready 100%. We score six goals. We score more goals. We win the games. And then we we win Canada. We beat Canada. We win the wonderful rink. 80,000 guys. And Canada, Canada. Let's go. But we have. I think we have. I don't know. 30. 40 guys, Russian guys from Siberia, and they put your Russian jersey in, like, come on, Russia, and we win. So that's it. Thanks, guys. And the one and last thing. Before the year, I said, not me say, it's, uh, it's just us saying, we're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.